We're, we're chilling. We're How about Z beating me to the dick joke? Yeah, <laughs> he got you. My God, <laughs> here comes the dick jokes. <laughs> so when, when Hard amigo, out the gate. Hey, nobody beats you. When Amigo's on, look out. <laughs> but, yeah, it's beautiful today, right? Isn't it nice outside? Yeah, sun yeah. is shining, man. I actually wore shoes today. I took the boots off. Yeah, yeah. and here, I had buddy. the window down a little. You know, it was nice. Yeah, about time. Hopefully spring is in the air. And hopefully spring is upon us really soon. Yeah, hopefully. I'm sick of winter. I need my driveway thought out. I haven't been able to, like, plow it out because, you know, I've been working so much that I've been just going over it on my four-wheel drive. Yeah, that's the way to do it sometimes. Yeah, now I like do too. <laughs> ice rink, you know? Yeah, right, because you keep driving You're over ahead. it and you make the ice. Right on, man. Miko, how you been, bro? We I've didn't get a chance to talk to you yesterday. We had Kate Devitt in the house, but we haven't seen you in a while. How you been? You've I've, been, I've been awesome, all man. over the place, yeah, right? I've been great. I've been, I, went out, I just went out west. I just went to Vegas. I uh, had a had a nice time out there. It was a really good time. It was 311 day, uh, March 11th. So I just went out there for the band 311. And how many shows did they play? Just the one? or uh, They, play they did, uh, since 311 day fell on uh, Sunday, March 11th, uh, the day prior, obviously, Saturday. Uh, so they split it up into two different days um, over at the Park Theater at the Monte Carlo. Uh, Monty, huh? Yeah. The place is under construction big time, though. Yeah, they're uh, probably... Was it hard to get around it? No, no. It was actually really easy. Was um, took a lot of Ubers, no taxis. You know, it's definitely the way to go um, all day, every day. And plus, like, all your Uber drivers out there are locals. Right. You know, so it's just, like, people that have been there for, you know, 40-plus years kind of stuff. It's not like your regular, you know, like, teeny bopper that's, like, getting new to the area that's just, like, banking on it. But okay. nobody's from Vegas originally, though. It's like Florida. The only pl- the Just only like person Florida, I know yeah. from Vegas is my cousin's wife, April. She's the only one I know, and I go to Vegas all the time. Yeah, she's originally from Vegas um, and still living there. It was really funny because uh, a lot of Uber drivers that we were taking, because like, well, I had an Airbnb out there. I didn't stay on the, sh- on, the, on the strip at all, except for one night. I stayed at the Flamingo, which is a fantastic place. I recommend it to everybody. Which is the oldest casino in Vegas. Really? Well, on the strip. Well, I, that's probably why I love it, man, because like I was admiring it from the last time I was in Vegas when I was staying at the Link, uh, just because of the, the, the rose mirrors that's on the, on the outside of the building. You know, that's the kind of window treatments that they had. So it always just looked like that Miami Vice feel. So I, you know, <laughs> no so I'm, just, I'm looking out like so I, I did my own little personal tour of the place. You know what I mean? It looks like something right out of like a, a villa down over in like Cuba or like some kind of the uh, Dominican area. It was fantastic, man. And they had this little walkway that was just like walking through the jungle. They had real flamingos. They had a koi fish pond. They had sturgeons there. Um, there was it was like a mirage, nice. to be honest with you, unlike the other, you know, that's cool. The flamingo is still relevant too. As old as it is, and was started by like Bugsy Siegel, and it's it a was, lot of history. And they just did a lot of construction to it. They just added another tower, and they just, uh, or I don't know if they just redid the tower because all the rooms are all redone, all the carpets are redone. It's almost like they went right to the bare bones of the uh, of the hotel itself and just rebuilt it. Gave it a douching. Oh, that's what I love to say, man. They <laughs> gave it a good douching. <laughs> Talk about the show, though, man. How was 311? Dude. The venue, where now they played at the Monte Carlo? Uh, the Park Avenue Theater okay. that's at the Monte Carlo is, uh, is a new state-of-the-art theater that they just built. Oh, they just built they it? They just built okay, it. Okay, it's not where the Blue Man are, uh, though. No. Okay. Um, this is, that's uh, what I was thinking it was. Um, I think no Bruno Mars has a residency there. Cher has a residency. And Ricky Martin has a residency over there. Mr. Uh, they're, they just got those guys in uh, in circulation, but the stage presence of the of the of the arena itself, it's not a bad seat in the house, man. Like I'm, you know, I had section 401, which is like 
all the way up in the in the nosebleeds, you know, apparently, quote unquote. And then, you know, I'm I'm rocking the rafters, man, just because that's how awesome it was. <laughs> you swinging from the rafters, just about. And I was, I was having the best. You didn't time. get any kickdowns though. No, I did. I'm uh, sure you did. You're did. amigo. Like he is a big deal on the 311. Dude, team. he's got his own like emblem. He does. I do. They've created I, your own like I'm, bearded brodel. I'm I'm recognized. It was really funny. <laughs> he has his like, own flag for Christ. He's sake. got his own beard pick. <laughs> I got I got a whole and it bunch looks of like him. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at branding the shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got to build that brand, actually. We need to mass produce those well, beard combs. Look at him. I mean, he's got a disruption shirt, Utica Club beer shirt. Yeah. I'm, I'm a billboard. You yeah. are a billboard. Look I at him. He represents, man. <laughs> I make that shit look good, man. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like I was, I was up in 401 the first night. They had two sets the first night. Not a dry eye in the house kind of thing, just because it's, it's just one of those kind of movement, you know, like we'll call it a cult band. You know, just because it's got its core base. It's they are not, definitely a cult band. Yeah, it's because uh, they've they have like a they core fan base all over the country. Legions and, like, and legions of fans. Like, yeah, just, you know, a lot of red eyes. Like, like there's there's people that are going to be, you know, you know, traveling, seeing the different shows. They they try to do their best for the fans. They actually give back more to the fans than they try to receive. That's what I love is, about 311 because they kind of came up in the jam band community, but they're not a jam band. Right. But they're so grassroots that it almost makes them kind of a jam band. Which is one of their just albums. from that realm. Right, which is one of their albums. <laughs> I love the way they, they came up, and they're still doing it, and it just shows you longevity. Like, how would off. you classify them? They're just a rock band with, you know, hip-hop rock band, I guess. Yeah, it's a fusion band. Fusion, yeah. The, like, funk, are they, they heavy funk Don't they get put in that, like, white boy reggae? Nah. They, they I got, would not they, put them in the um, white boy reggae. They do reggae on the rocks, which is uh, one of the big white boy reggae band. Reggae um, on the rocks. That's, uh, that's over at Red Rocks. Ain't um, no surprise. They usually have that sometime in the summer. A uh, bunch of, you know, reggae bands, such as, like, all the ones that are coming to here at Saranac, uh, Saranac Stage. There's a summer. lot of white boy reggae bands coming this year. It's all good. of those bands go play uh, reggae on the rocks. Uh, oh, do they? Yes. And there's a lot of great bands coming. See, that's why I'm saying, like, it seems like they're, they share the same kind of audience. They uh, they did pave the way to have, you know, sort of. It's like of, them and Sublime. Yep. There was, like, always that little, you know, dichotomy of, like, the, the white boy reggae and, like, the rock and the rap and. You know, just like the different types of, you know, fusion rock is like uh, just paving the way for just uh, just a where's Jay Stevens now? Well, you know, they're they're like a, they're like a fruit salad of genres. Yeah, it's, if a, you will. it's a it's a sound salad, like, like an ambrosia sound salad. <laughs> it's like audio spaghetti. But it really is, you know? man. Picked right from the Sound Garden. <laughs> you know what's great about Three Eleven though is they all pick from their influences. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a rock element, they've got a funk element, they've got some blues to them. They, can, they do they, some reggae, like Chicken said, and, and they range, got hip hop. Like they're all over the place. You, you got know, a, a lot of their influences are like No Effects. Mm-hmm. You know, like Bootsy Collins, and then. You got, you know, like some other, you know, indie bands that no one's even heard about just because it's such an eclectic style. You know, so they, and, you know, they do a lot of reading. They, they read a lot, fucking spoken word. You know, it's just like you just get your influences from anything that's out there, man. Amigo, you need to bring 311 on the show, and I think you need to interview him. I, I you could, have to. I think this is I'm, something we need to work I, on. I could probably on air ask meeting. a question to them to see if they can get on this podcast because yeah. they're, they're pretty open. They're very active on the uh, on the Twitters and the social medias. Uh-huh. I mean, at very least, it could, like a Skype interview would be cool. Yeah. If they can't make it in studio. I mean, if they can make it in studio, even better. But, you know, even like a Skype interview would be pretty dope. Yeah, we could probably do that. I mean. Do they know th- you by first name? Uh, they know me by last name. They, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> because that's my Twitter handle. Mr. Right. Amigo. <laughs> they know me by my last name. Gotcha. Uh, Acalenzo311 on, on Twitter. Okay. So uh, I'm usually just tweeting your, your regular 311 stuff. I got in my bio, it's uh, I'm, I'm the bearded brodel, you know, a little trademark sign just because, uh, you know, I came up with it. It's uh, not necessarily me, but it's like my, my one friend, Evan Stern, who lives down in uh, like the Woodstock area. He's the graphic design artist that we collaborated with to come up with the logo. So he's he's the one who created it through the the vector design, and then I'm the one who just kind of promotes it. He's like you're like the it's like your Michael Jordan Nike logo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the beard pick on you? Uh, it might be in the Jeep. It might be in the Jeep. It okay. might be in the well, Jeep. It'd be cool if you had it in your pocket, but nice. It's good to see three eleven still out there doing it, dude. Twenty such a high le- level, wow. right? And bands like look at Mo three eleven bands like Fish, like that whole jam band community. It just shows you like the. Not that 311's in the jam band community, but the whole grassroots thing. It's like longevity is the key. It is. If you keep it together. Well, they started doing the cruises too, right? Yeah, they uh, they actually yeah. just announced yesterday their cruise for next year. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be their sixth installment on their cruises, which is, you know, a, another astounding thing. You know, we were just talking about the cruises the other day, you know, like how different um, genres are starting to do the cruises because – you know, you could put a bunch of bands on a cruise. You could sell that out real easy. You know, like you only have to like a few of the bands you're going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, but nobody's going to fill a stadium. You know, these guys aren't going to fill a stadium anymore. It's not like that. You know, so it's pretty cool that they come up with these um, different ideas to do that. You know, different festivals, different cruises. Yeah, it, it's a floating casino. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go out there and you just go tear ass out on the out most on the of these open ships seas. have a casino in them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and they have like uh, like signature. That's the five dollar chip. And that's like a little signature token for, you know, whatever cruise line that you're doing, whether it's like the Kiss Cruise, Jam Cruise, 311 Cruise. Um, they just had the... They got the hair metal one. 70 the tons 80s, of metal. The 70,000 tons of metal. Yeah. They, the Blues Cruise just came back with Bonamassa. Kiss does a cruise. Kiss has a cruise. Right. Ship of Kid, Fools, right? Uh, Kid Rock has a cruise. Yeah, um, I, think, cruise. I think what Jericho's doing, he's got a cruise coming out next year where he has... A bunch of bands playing, and then he's got Ring of Honor coming in doing wrestling shows throughout the weekend as well. So he's kind of combining both his lifestyles. It's pretty cool. I want to see somebody get, like, powerbombed off the ship. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be the shit? That would be awesome. (laughs) They throw him over the ring, and he goes outside and just into the water. Yeah, like, just have, like, you know, safety bows down there to, you know. Who's the uh, I wonder if they've got to be setting that up. Those things are so fucking high, though, man. Is it? Like, I worked on a a three-story casino boat. And we would watch these, you know, cruise ships come into the port, and we're not even up to, like, the third level of, of cabins. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to go another, you know, five, six stories up before you even hit the, the bow of the boat, man. They're huge. It's like a huge building driving by. Like, just picture the state building floating by you. <laughs> That's insane. That is insane. It is crazy. I always wanted to check out one of those cruises. Yeah, yeah, and you've been on a couple, right? I've, bought, I've done three. Three. Have you? Three. All three eleven. Yes. Uh, the first one I went to was uh, – Great Stirrup K out in the Bahamas. Second one was uh, to Jamaica. And then the third one, we just went to Cozumel. All right on. And then uh, there's rumor that this one is going to go to Belize for five days instead wow. of the four-day cruise that they normally been doing. Very cool. There's, uh, there's a lot of th- they took a lot of suggestions. They heard the fans, and we got the extra day. And I think there's going to be either one more destination or it's going to be two days at one donation, uh, destination. Everyone's gonna do one of these, you know, you know, genre cruises at least once, man. Because they have, you know, Motorhead had a cruise. 
you know, it's like the kit, you know, it's all the metal bands, all the metal bands, all the, those, you know, power ballad metal bands, you know, it's like, it, and it's pretty awesome because all those bands that are on the boat, you know, we're all staying on the boat. They're all walking around. They're in the casino. They're hanging out. You know, you get to actually just hang out, you know, unless they want to be superstars and stay in the rooms the whole time, you know, but, you know, for the most part, they're out there and they just want to hang, you know, it's like, that's how I got to smoke uh, with Doug Benson. You know what I mean? The that's so cool. It is cool. Uh, that does a super high me and like. The, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's, you know, part of this 311 group that I'm in, you know, on the Internet. And then uh, like we have this little trading card thing. So it's like if you, you know, team up with them, you burn with them and then you trade cards. So it's. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's a funny thing this time around. That's did, cool. He did was he, he's done boat three, maybe four cruises. Did they do like scavenger hunts on these cruises? Um, like, I, I wanted to set one up, but it's really hard to you know get something uh, going through that. You got to go through um, Sixth Man um, Entertainment or six, the Sixth Man Group, whoever the promoter yeah, is. Yeah, th th that's the production or promotional company that sets up these cruises uh, through the Norwegian Cruise Line. So you'd actually have to talk to them to get you know uh, a scavenger hunt set up, which would actually be really cool because yeah. they're really open to you know ideas like that because like the the way that the whole boat is set up you have theaters you have you know the pool deck uh there's like little lounges where you know other shows are going on there's constant music there's always something to do and it like i i tell everyone just go on go on one don't go on right. one of those boring you know relaxing cruises because you're going to be bored to death I'm like oh it's got to wait to eat and it's like you got to figure out the, a good time to eat just because you don't want to miss any of the action Unless, right. Unless, like, you just want to, you know, treat the, the festival like uh, you're in an RV or something like that. So I could hear it. You know, I'm just hanging out on my on my on my balcony or something like that. But <laughs> those they're they're awesome, man. They are such a good time. And, you know, like, if you're going per genre, you know, you're always going to have music that you like. Yeah, you know absolutely, I mean? man. Absolutely. I mean, like. They're awesome, man. They are so Sorry, guys. I had to <laughs> click over. I was like, how the hell is he doing it? He's looking at me. I'm like hearing something different. It was on a delay. I, I, the computer got all a little weirded. And I had a Like, did you see that Meshuga and Cannibal Corpse are on the headlining for the 70,000 Tons of Metal Cruise? Or the quote-unquote black t-shirt cruise? No, I didn't. <laughs> is that what they call the That's black what they call Or it. the dude cruise. <laughs> the dude cruise. <laughs> the dude cruise. <laughs> That's I don't see a whole lot it. of women being on that boat. I mean, like <laughs> the the price range. You don't need you don't need your passport to do these cruises. That there was a deterrent for me the first two installments of the cruise because uh, you know since I thought you were going international, um, you would need your passport. I mean, it's it's good to have, but since you're going from a U.S. province to a U.S. you know type of resort area that's out of the country, but it's part of you know U.S. provinces. As long as you have your either Social Security card or original birth certificate, you're good to go. Uh, but if you're going to go out and uh, do other excursions outside of the resort, that's when it's good to have your passport because you won't be able to get back in. Ah. Right now, what do they do with all the, like, the shit? Like, think about it. All the shit on the boat? Yeah. Uh, they probably have a, um, just like um, what you do with, like, RVs. They probably have, like, some nasty septic tank. They probably churn it up, and they probably just... Now, do you make stops? Um, like when you when you're on one of these cruises and the bands are playing and it's a festival atmosphere, do you stop somewhere and then they're playing at like this resort area? Um, there was an island show, um, on the first two cruises. No, the the second cruise there was an island show. The third one there was supposed to be one, but the the water was too choppy to ship out 
the the gear to mm-hmm. you know essentially do the show. Um, Cause, so, because setting up a stage in the sand is hard, yes. <laughs> sucks. Yes, it is. Yeah. But, uh, there was there was uh, just the, just uh, just that show. Yeah, I mean because um, I th- I know there's a few of those cruises like they'll stop and you, you kind of hang out at a resort for a while. A couple bands will play, then you got to get back on the ship, and then you get back on the ship. Of course, there's more music playing. It's kind of just a constant rotation of music. You gotta have some stamina to go on one of these things, though, right? One of these festival cruises. Uh, it yeah, yeah. It's it's not a marathon. Well, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Right. right? Because it's a long couple days. Like it, how long did the three eleven cruise last? Three um, days, it, four days. It was a four day thing. Now it's now it's a five day thing because Jam Cruise is a five day thing. So it's like Jam Cruise is five days. Though. Jam Cruise is five days. Wow. It's been five days. They've done sixteen of those. So man. they play like four songs. Four sets. <laughs> oh, Jam Cruise. The 16 years of Jam Cruise? Yeah, 16 Wow, because yeah. I want to say they're the originators. Basically, of like I this think they open are. seas party. There's got to be – I'm pretty sure they are. We'll I'm, have to look that up. But yeah, we should, we should definitely Jam look Cruise up, was the first time I've ever heard of this going on, festivals on the high seas. Yeah, it's awesome. What a great man. idea. It, it is. is. Great I mean, idea. you don't have to worry about drinking and driving. Right. You know what I mean? People can just go and have fun. If you don't like a band particular, you, like you said, you can go you know, hang There's out in a pool and whatever. There's tons of stuff to do whatever. on the boat. There's bowling. There's little genie bottle lounges that you can act like, like I dream a genie or something like that. Um, there's if you're into something like if, that. If, if you're into something like that, I'm looking at you, amigo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to do. Belly uh, dancing. There's there's uh, tons of free stuff that's included, you know, for food on the boat, and then there's places that you can actually go and like pay and like get the the whole experience. There's hibachis. There's you know full on steakhouses with aged steaks. You know what I mean? Like there's really like more kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some there. good food. Yeah. Awesome. And then there's other stuff that's like, you know, your flake stuff, just like uh, the the cafeteria or the buffet area that's gotcha. on, the, on the 11th floor or the 12th floor, which is on the pool deck. We got to hit one up. We need to do and, a decruise. cruise. And then if you're always, you know, a little too much, you can go back to your cabin and pass out for a little while. Uh, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, going to these festivals, I, that's a huge I mean, a lot of times you can't go back to a tent. It's like 9,000 degrees in there. At least you got a nice air-conditioned you know, cabin to go back to. Yes, yes. I like yes. it. I like it. Oh we my. need to do a D cruise, I think. We do. We do. How awesome would that be? We Somebody should. would fall off the boat, though. <laughs> or be thrown. Or be thrown off. <laughs> there is boat jail, and it is a serious offense, man. Like, yeah. They, they hold you there. For There's the boat some jail. There's boat jail. Wow. So would it, where is it, like, in the dumpster next <laughs> to the septic tank? <laughs> to the bowels of the boat. Right at the bottom of it. Like, probably on, like, the fifth floor. <laughs> like, somewhere where you didn't even think there was a boat. So it's like a holding cell? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, um, a couple of them, I would or just so. there's a few. Yeah. I mean, they have like a whole center. Um, In case someone's a little too spun out. Yeah, if, if you know, they'll start thrashing. You know, spun out. There's people that have actually jumped off the boat from their balcony. Um, you know, they don't actually take into consideration that when you're jumping from you know such high points, it's like hitting concrete. So people are like breaking their legs. You know, when they're like landing wrong and shit like that. Or losing their lives. Losing their <laughs> lives. Yeah. <laughs> Oh not God. on our cruise, not on the ones that I've been on, but you know, other previous or other cruises, there's people that have actually just jumped off. And you got to figure there's always idiots around, you know, going to get in fights or whatever. How mm-hmm. effing crazy you got to be to jump off the, the ship? Who knows, man? <laughs> like you said earlier, it's like three stories, 30 up. feet in the air or something like that, right? No, like on these cruise lines, man, yeah. it's like uh, if, you're Even the, more? if you're on the 11th floor. You're literally on the 11th floor. That's you're like a hundred feet up. <laughs> like these cruise ships are imp- 
impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them, but I've never been on one. Yeah, they are massive. They are huge. I've never been on one either, but you see them come in, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, because like, the biggest boat I was holy on. Holy ship. Yeah, the biggest. <laughs> that Wasn't that one? It's, yeah, that's that's actually, that one's actually that's really EDM, popular. Right? That's, the, yeah. that's the EDM one. Yeah. That's all the rave shit. That's the one that, that's the one that gets raided every single time. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Percocet. Boy, they, they drink oh, a lot of water on here. The booze sales are down. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I would I would love to take you know try one of those. Cruises. I think we need to hit up six man and do our own cruise, the D cruise. We gotta sell twenty five hundred tickets. Twenty five hundred tickets at different ranges of prices between. Eight hundred and twelve hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Now the twelve hundred are those are the penthouse like pimp daddy suites, right, Kevin? Uh, that's like uh, that's like balconies. That's like the the pimped out ones. They actually have some really cool looking ones. That's some love um, boat shit, right? Yeah, like they'll have like uh, like the like the Las Vegas carpeting like all over the wall. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So they'll have you know it's like red or blue or it's like all the lights kind of look like you're in an aquarium or you're like in the deep seas and shit like that. It's pretty awesome, man. Like, they really go the extra mile for, you know, luxury on some of these things. That's cool. So you've been in the penthouse before? I've been in the penthouse. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, they're really sweet. And then an $800 suite, what's that? Like, you get a little, like, 10 by 10 room type of thing? Uh, You are – you don't have any windows. You don't even have – you have, like, a porthole window, I think, that looks out. So you have, like, some sort of light in the room. Because, like, other than that, you're in complete darkness. Yeah. Like, the bed's kind of like, you know, like a Murphy bed out of the wall. You know, like they they try to fit you in there on the on the price that you're paying, but like you're you're only there to sleep. It looks like <laughs> you're not there to like hang. Yeah, right. You're not there to hang at all. You're oh, but to... it's so cool, man. You ever seen flying? I'm fish? on vacation. That's what I would be saying the whole week. Leave me alone. I'm on vacation. You're on holiday. <laughs> you're on holiday. It's fun to say because it almost feels like you're from another country. Or retreat. I'm on a retreat. I'm on holiday. I'm on I like holiday. that. <laughs> what do you got going this weekend? Anything happening, Migo? You working? Uh, you got any gigs this weekend? Nothing. Nothing arose yet. Um, no. Uh, there was there was talk about me going to a job fair or a seminar tomorrow, and giving a speech about why it's cool to work for Westcott Security and Events. Oh, cool! Wow. Yeah, this is like on the spot. This You've is, reached that status. Yeah. Well, they heard his voice. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, well, you do got the golden pipes. Golden kid. pipes. <laughs> He should really, he should really go up and talk about why it's so cool to work at Westcott Security Events. And yeah. I go, yeah, I, I, I could probably come up with some bullshit. Do you have some <laughs> bullet points ready? Uh, no, no, not, not one, not one ounce of it. I just mean, gonna I, speak from the heart. Yeah, just kind of wing it. You're you gonna know? wing it. I mean, you I, like what you do. I, I can sit there and bullshit. I do like what I do, uh, just because. I get to do a lot of cool stuff. I yeah, mean, my summer seriously. is action-packed, man. Right. Uh, just because, you know, with the the Lakeview Amphitheater that's out in Syracuse, I mean, that's 20. How many shows they got this year? Uh, we're, they're at 20 right now. 20 shows. Uh, they're at 20, and there's still more to be announced. Wow. Like, there's one that's during the fair when there's normally three that are during the fair. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a there's a few spots that that's are That's the Aussie like, show, isn't that's it? That's the Aussie oh, show. Oh, you did not want it to be during the fair. But. What a wide, wide range of music they have this year. Yeah. It's all over the place. Like Sticks, the Ozzy, the Breaking Benjamin, and, and Slayer, and Anthrax, Godsmack. and Godsmack, and Breaking Benjamin. And Zach and, uh, Brown. Oh, yeah. Zach Brown, Dave Matthews is going to mm-hmm. be there. Like, 
wide range of music this year. And they're, Yanni, too. They're really sneaking up Yanni? on Spec. Yanni. <laughs> Have you guys heard anything from Spec yet? Have they announced No, I, I haven't really heard much of Spec announcing anything yet. You're starting to kick their butt a little bit, huh? Yeah, they're. I'm maybe. a big fan of Spec. Me, though. too, but I'm not a. Well, they're both. Both of them beer prices suck. But what I like about Spec is they got the. The um, traffic down to a science. Yeah, like you can get We're out Lakeview, of view. They don't. No, <laughs> right. they got to fix that. Lakeview. I mean, they to, need to fix that. To Specs' credit, I mean, they've been doing it for so long, and it used to be like that early on. You used to get stuck in traffic and for hours. And man, past couple years, I've gone to shows. You're in and out. Boom. Yeah. I'm like, well, man, this is awesome. Best like traffic out of a concert anywhere I've ever been. Hands down, easy. Yeah. So I, I gotta give them kudos for that. And then they're they got a. You know, they got a nice little mosh pit area if you go for a metal show. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that they get the back bathrooms, like, way out, so you can kind of, like, wander around. Yeah, there is space for sure. But, you know, Lakeview. But they I, haven't made any announcements, though. I haven't heard I know. a peep from SPAC yet. They're usually a little late. Are they? When they announce some of their shows. And um, But I, you're going to see a lot of the same shows mirrored at um, Lakeview. Yeah, they just kind of flip-flopped. Yeah, like it'll be coming. This show will be coming in July, where the next show will be coming in August. Right, or it's usually like during Lake Lakeview and yeah, Spac. It's usually, usually like thirty days apart from each other. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. The or sometimes clause. like the next day, like when they had that Slipknot Marilyn Manson show, was on Saturday at Lakeview and Sunday was at Spac. Yeah, it's uh, out in Buffalo. The you know future the rapper sold out in minutes, mm-hmm. whereas we had them at the Lakeview, and you could fit everybody underneath the pavilion, which holds fifty five hundred people. You know, so not every show is gonna you know amount the mm-hmm. same. I guess if it's like in the same kind of like linear week. So you're locked in at all the shows at Lakeview. Yeah, I am. And then we've got a bunch of shows at Saranac this year. Yeah, there's a lot of overlappers too. Yeah. Well, Actually, um, the Slightly Stupid Show and the Take Me Back Sunday Show are overlappers for me over at the Lakeview. So yeah. I'm, on top of it, it's the same day as uh, Black Label Society, too. Black Label Society's playing out. At, uh, we oh got what? them over at the fairgrounds. Wow. So that's... That's a triple. Wow. <laughs> I don't understand, but there's nothing ever to do. There's nothing to do, but we just mentioned three shows on one day, and that's what, July 27th And you guys haven't talked about like, you know, places like Amagain and then... Uh, you know, Oma yep. Gang Brewery, you got, you know, you know, Saranac Brewery has all their yep. shows. And you're over at Oma Gang all the time, I'm right? I'm over at Oma Gang all the time. Yeah. Ray yeah. Brothers is bringing great shows. Ray Brothers has all the shows. Oma there. Gang's got a great lineup this year, too, right? I want to yeah. say they're bringing in Jack Black. and Jack White. Or Jack White. Jack Black. Jack White. <laughs> Black either, and White should play together. Right, yeah. They should both play together. They could, they Black and White. They'd be called the Half Moons. <laughs> 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 but anyways... Jack White is coming, right? Yeah. And then they announced another really big show, too. Um, uh, Nathaniel Radcliffe. Oh, my God. That guy's amazing. And that, super, super talented. That's an overlapper because that's June 5th, and that overlaps the Dave Matthews show that I got to work over at the Lakeview. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to be. so much going on. I'm going to be mm-hmm. so torn this summer. You know, it's like. I, You're going to need a clone. Uh, really? For real? Uh-huh. <laughs> We're all going to need a clone. Mini Amigo. It's going to be a great summer, though. I'm already locked in for the fair, so I'll be over at the fair. I'm excited about that. I'll be at the fair. Too. They announced that Blondie is kicking it all off at the fair this year. Really? Fuck off. She's really? still going? Bl- yeah. Wow. That's punk rock. That man. is punk rock right there. Blondie is going to be stuck. The godmother up. of punk rock. Yeah, right. That, that, and the guitar just, player, too. It's it's like the original lineup. They're still really? out there doing it. Yeah. God I think it's them. the original lineup, but it's definitely. Uh, Debbie Harry? Guitar, Debbie, Debbie Harry. God, and, how old is she now? Like 60-something? She's in her 60s, yeah, man. Wow, God bless her, man. She still looks good, too. But, yeah, the fair's going to be fun. and all, Wow. It's lots to look forward to in the summertime. 
Lots to look forward to. Yeah, we're going to be kicking ass, man. Yeah, yeah, busy, busy. And I'm. you should actually go live when you do that whole PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, you think little, so? Yeah, why not, amigo? Get it out there, man. <laughs> That's actually good for the company and everything. Here's an on-air meeting right now. <laughs> but I think it would be great We're for really Westcott, too, though. You know, you just set up a little tripod. The power's in your hand. You're on the phone all the time anyways. Just put it up, put it on your tripod, click record, and, and go. I think that would be great to get all that documented. You know what? I really could. Yeah. I'll you know, do something up when I go home just because, it, you know, I got the power at my fingertips. Absolutely, man. For real. So I've been telling everybody lately, and, you know, it's out there. You, you know, just got to use it. I'll stop looking at all the cats on the Internet, and I'll stop trolling all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> You troll your friends, huh? No, I, I, I just troll Steve Anderson. <laughs> still. <laughs> you're still trolling that son bitch? Dude, all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Hey, you know, I want to jump subject real quick. Did you see, like, and I don't want to get into politics, but it just, uh, this is kind of funny. Where Trump and Biden are, like, battling each other on Twitter. Oh, oh God. <laughs> No, I didn't see any it, of that It's like yet. political celebrity deathmatch. <laughs> I think, I think the old bastard should go at it, right? Yes. I think it'd sell more tickets than McGregor and fucking Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I'm telling you. If I, you had I Joe Biden versus Donald Trump in the ring right now, oh, my God. And he's a reality star. Anyway, he's not a president. He's a reality star. So he should be all over this and be mm-hmm. like, I think it would be great. You know? <laughs> I like yeah, to see, I, totally. I, I'd like to see uh, Biden kick his ass. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see him beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Who cares? But, yeah, well, I, in I, that I, case, I, throw I, Hillary in there. <laughs> She's more man than them two. But I, I, They should really bring Celebrity Deathmatch back. And it should start with that. Well, or, remember Celebrity Boxing? Yeah, with Tanya Harding? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm thinking when you mention Celebrity Boxing, the first thing that comes to my mind, Joy Buttafuoco. <laughs> yeah, in China. You fought China, remember that? <laughs> yeah. She That's rocked the, him pretty good too, man. Yeah. And then he got pissed. Right. <laughs> she was strong. Bro. Yeah. She was, she was a strong woman. Who else did you have? You had, uh, you had um, Screech. Todd Bridges versus Screech, right? What? Yeah. yeah. Todd Bridges versus Screech. I believe so. Yeah, Something from, to that. I know Todd Bre- Bridges did it, and I know Screech did it. And I thought they fought each other. Yeah, Screech actually like took it up a notch. Oh, and then uh, Horseshack. He was what? Yeah, he fought. Oh, we got to dig these uh, up. Man. Bowl, I got to watch these. Manu Bowl versus the Fridge. Manupo <laughs> beat him. <laughs> no. Yeah. In boxing. In boxing. We just dance around the ring a little bit. Well, you know, remember that one street I fight? Gotta, I got to. I got to. Remember that one street though. fighter character where his arms like went across the ring? Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was my man. That was Manupo right there. It was like Inspector uh, Gadget. This versus the, yeah, the, the, the um, sumo wrestler. Wow. I don't. I do remember a little bit of the celebrity boxing. It was probably during the blackout years. Mm-hmm. But. I don't remember like Manute Bull and Refrigerator Parent. I gotta see this yeah. now. This this needs to be seen. We need to get your boxing match. Yes, out there. I, we gotta. You we can gotta see how Jolo cheated. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to get that out there though. I mean, we can have a rematch, but uh, it wouldn't know. be fair. It wouldn't be fair. No, no. He's it, right now. He's got you by about 180 pounds. He had me about 100 by that right. at that point. So he's got you by probably about yeah. 180 now. <laughs> but I'm in way better shape now. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying you lost a lot. Although I was in pretty, de- I was playing football back then, so I was I was all right. I had to run around the ring because yeah. uh, he literally knocked me out of the ring. I was like <laughs> hanging on by the ropes, like holy shit! I almost fell out of the ring. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> 
chicken in a box match. I didn't get to see that, but we need to put that out there. The videotape is out there. In fact, I think Rock's coming in next week. Oh yeah. So uh, well, wasn't he's been asking me, have you guys done anything with it? Because he's the one that gave us the tape. Right. I, I haven't had it in years. I haven't watched it in years because I lost the tape somewhere. Yeah. And uh, so I'd love to see it again. Migo, did you ever do any boxing? Oh uh, no. no, I I I did you know some private training of uh, some other types of martial arts, but never done boxing. Yeah, no boxing for I, you. I always wanted to do boxing, to be honest with you, because like I was such a huge Rocky fan. Right, I was such a huge Rocky fan. Right, you you're know, Italian, be, aren't you? Italian. We had the <laughs> same hair. You know, I could be. I had the best impression of Sylvester Stallone when I was growing up. You know, he's one of my idols, just because like my cousin, my cousin Chad, um, he was a huge. Uh, Sylvester Stallone fan. He well, had dude, like he was Rocky and Rambo and uh, <laughs> you know Rocky Rambo. You know uh, over the top. What was the name? Cliff Lincoln uh, Hawk. Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> you know, and over the top. We can't forget about. He was also which one was he? Tango or Cash? Cash. I he think. was Cash. I think. Which one was Sylvester Stallone? Tango or Cash? I think you're right. I think he was Cash. And he was Cobra. And, and, and Kurt Russell was Tango. Cobra. And he was Cobra. There you go. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got – he's got a career. And, like, he's got just great movies under his belt, man. So I don't think just, he'll ever die. <laughs> I think they already cloned Dude, him. Dude, you see what he looks like now? Do you ever watch any Expendable movies? Great. He makes um, uh, Schwarzenegger look like a pussy. He's he got looks a great. great. It's great insane. Tan. But I think great they're cloning hair. him. There's no way – like, he dies, but he's going to continue on. Sylvester he Stallone. Dies. Kip he Miller dies. just checking and Cobra. You can't forget Cobra. <laughs> you, you can't. Especially Rambo, too. Rambo's another one. And how many Rambo movies were there? Five? Five or six. Something like that. I think five. Something like that. It just kept going for a while. Because, like, Rambo 3 was when they were in, like, the desert. And then then they stopped making the Rambos. And then he came back as, you know, the new Rambo. So it was four. Four? Yeah. You know, uh, First Blood, First Blood Part. Joe. That was Rambo. And then, uh, yeah, that, that's the Rambo. I lost then, it, I think, after three. Yeah, and then when, once they did the uh, the Afghanistan desert one, which is actually still kind of relevant, um, then it's uh, then they went on to the, the new one. Kim checking it. He says, don't forget about the gay soccer movie he made. I don't remember that one. I don't remember no soccer movie. I don't remember that one either. Huh. IMDb. Hold up. But he oh, is, yeah. what, so, he's got to be in the 70s, oh, yeah. right? He's, yeah, he's 70 up. years he's old? Jacked. He's jacked. He looks great. Great shape. He looks so great. So it's like, you know, just growing up and just being like a huge idol of the man. And then just like, those are always like the sick day movies, you know, because like anytime you've seen Rocky come on, it's just like my cousin Vinny or like. Get Carter. You know, oh, that was a good movie too. That was a good one. That was a good movie. I forgot I about that. that in Carter. the theater, man. It was pretty badass in that one. Um, just, I wanted to do boxing. I wanted to get, I wanted to, actually, I wanted to be a boxer so I could wear um, the, the, the gold glove necklace. Hey, you got to be a moron. You got to be a moron to want to be a fighter. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had to bust that out. That's great. I had to bust it out. And then, you know, obviously my father being a, a police officer, he's like, no, I don't want you to be a fighter. Like, if you're going to go use your fighting skills, you should be a cop. You should beat these guys up. Beat up the bad guys. Don't Don't get beat up in the ring. So it was always just, like, getting torn, just growing up, wanting to be the fighter. And then just, you know, <laughs> I, good, evil, blah, blah, that, that kind of shit. Now you're a peacemaker. Now I'm a peacemaker. Yes, I'm you are. a peacekeeper, man. <laughs> you are a peacekeeper. I think you're a peacemaker. Oh, uh, yeah, I can be a peacemaker. No. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is another one that they're going to clone, too. Like, he'll uh, always be around for life. Do you have Arnold drops I do. in here? I do. Where is it? 
<laughs> under uh, the D line. I mean, shit. Look, look at uh, you D-line know, con- one. the game Contra. Uh-huh. You know, way <clears throat> back in the day on original NES. You know, mm-hmm. like both the characters were Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, here's an old and one. Sylvester Stallone. They based those characters off those two guys. Here's an old one. All right, listen up, everybody. This is former governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're listening to the D-Line, only on Disruption Networks. That's the D. Do it now. <laughs> I can't believe he called in. That's great. It was great that we got Arnold Schwarzenegger to do. <laughs> so cool, though. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole thing. I know mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arnold. but yeah, Arnold, dude. He, do, have you seen him like in the Expendable movies? He's wearing a jacket and stuff because mm-hmm. he's not that big right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's not juicing. He's not lifting like he used to. And he's then you look at Stallone, and Stallone's like still jacked. And like used to be like Arnold, you know, was way bigger than Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Kip's checking in. He said it was called Victory. I guess it was a war movie, but still, he played soccer. <laughs> 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 Thanks for checking in, man. Good to hear from you. <laughs> Arnold, though. Arnold is, like, legendary. Yeah, he is. I think both of them are in the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> Which I love what he does with the um, Expendable movies, where he brings in all the old action stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's just get an old blow-it-up kind of action movie again, you know? And that that's, is so kick-ass. That's what we're missing now. Is Bruce Willis in any of those? I've yes. never seen any yeah. of the Expendables. You should watch them, dude. Yep. Like, don't go in there expecting to watch like a meaningful story. It's right. it's an '80s action movie with all the freaking, but you know, Van Dam, but modern. Yeah, but they, they got everybody. Van Dam, you got um, uh, what's his name there? Statham. I'll break you. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, uh, <laughs> Dolph. Dolph. Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You know then. Um, Hold that one. Ivan Drago, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. Dude, there's so many. Like, he just. Is John Cena in it, too? Uh, he, no, but. No. Uh, if he was, you wouldn't be able to see him. No. Who's the other How MMA about Vin Diesel? <laughs> there is an MMA fighter in there. Is uh, there? Is it Randy Liddell? Couture? Uh, yeah. Randy Couture? I believe so. Oh, yeah. The Natural. Yeah. He and is then, in there. And then uh, Ronda Rousey's on, like, the second one. And uh, Ronda Rousey's in it, too? Jet Li. Wow. Yeah, they it's a whole it's bunch not, of old action stars. I'll have to check it out. It, it's pretty cool, man. It's you know, it, it, it's cool to like just get back to old blow 'em up kind of movies. Yeah. But all the old eighty stars that are probably out of and work. And that's what's <laughs> I think that's what's missing in Hollywood these days. It's just like remakes of all these cartoon characters and all these superheroes. It's and green screens and CGI. And, and remakes of TV shows like I just watched Twenty One Jump Street last night. And Another remake. Yep. Because they're running out of ideas. Chips. Like oh. nobody has a, a creative idea anymore. In uh, Quentin Tarantino's back. He's uh, getting ready to start filming some new stuff. Kip, I love it. Uh, he said Bruce Willis was Church in the uh, Expendables. Don't forget Jet Li and Randy Couture. I feel like Kip should have been in the Expendables. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Throwing kegs. Did you see the keg toss he did? No. He posted a video, Kip, that of uh, recently. I believe it was almost a year ago. He did a uh, his first time ever throwing a uh, keg toss. Like a beast, man. Yeah. Like He's a beast. And how do you throw a keg? Is it like, you know, over? Underhand, backwards. Like Underhand oh, backwards. you got to do it backwards. So, like a granny shot over your ass. Yes. Okay. Yep. Just like that. And it's full. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was working at Cavallo's, we had to move a car. Uh-huh. Kip picked it up. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll, I'm telling it, you. It's he's empty, though, right? Yeah. Okay. It's empty. You can't be sloshing I hope so. around. That's, <laughs> I mean, if you're hucking a keg like that, then bravo. My man. Like, like a UC a, keg, right? With the handles. And yeah, like a, I believe your so. Your basic beer keg. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, do you ever watch the, the Strongest Man contest? Yeah. 
Those were different. Back in the day, those were different. The big barrel ones they used to use. Now the they've simplified the keg a little bit more with handles and shit. Back then, they didn't have handles. Oh. Yeah, we, we moved many a kegs down at the EC. <laughs> <laughs> Way too many. Way too many. But Kip, yeah, Kip has Hulk blood. That's what I call him. And he's a Bears fan. Hulk blood. Oh, and bra- yeah. Bravo to you, man. Right on. <laughs> it's my boy. I think you know all the Bears fans mm-hmm. that are like local because there's Pretty not much. too many of you. Speaking yep. of the Bears, tonight you got the D-line happening. Yes, sir. Your guest canceled, so you got an open-door policy today? We do. We yeah. have an open-door. Come on in, talk some football, yeah. uh, get ready before the SU game. Yeah, which oh, no, is tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow's the awesome this yeah. night. But, uh, 9.40, yeah. they start in Omaha against Big news Duke. today, though. Big, big news for the Giants. They just traded uh, JPP. So we'll be talking about that. They traded him to the Bucks. Oh, yeah? So that's real big news coming out of New York. Uh-huh. So. We got to cover that. The handicap wonder himself, JPP. I would never throw a real keg that's alcohol abuse. <laughs> 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 yeah. Misuchi, do we dare open this up right now? <laughs> Uh-oh. Mary Pickles is checking in. Hi, Mary. Good to hear from you. Also, Everett Smith checking in, too. Good to hear from you guys. Do I dare open this up? Before? Right, here we go. Ready. Oh, that's the keg toss. Thank you. I sh- yeah, put it on oh, you have to throw it over the bar. Oh, that hit him in the back. Oh. That's hilarious. Did I just hear someone yell ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'll actually be able to show it on a thing once I figure that out. <laughs> One thing at a time. One thing at a time, right. I'm still trying to figure out all this new equipment. All state-of-the-art now, amigo. It's like the Park Theater, man. It's like Vegas in here with all the electronic shit going on. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Without the all, minus all the ding, the ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. You got pretty soon. Lights. This is going to turn into a nice little mural, actually. Yeah. Our good friend Angela Johnson's going to come in and do it. B&B Design. B&B Design. She's coming in to. Utica Love. She's coming in to decorate it. It's going to look good. I'm pretty excited about that. That's, good. That's happening down the road a little bit. A couple weeks or months. She's busy. Two, three Plus weeks. Plus, we got Flower Fest coming up with her, too. That's in May. Yeah. That's going to be happening. May 12th. May It's going to be 12th. happening around Anita Square. They're blocking off half of a night of square, believe it or not. We're going to be partying this summer, man. We've got a lot going on. A lot going on. Summerfest. Hold on to your hat. Summerfest in downtown Utica. That's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to that. Can't forget the Utica Monday nights, man. Like, those are really At the the Levitt Concert Series. Yeah. And that's happening again, too, right there in you know, Colin Kaepernick Park. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of places to sit. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I can never remember the name of that park. I think it's like Copernic. Copernic Park? Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah, something I like, like that. I like Colin Kaepernick Park. I, yeah, I like calling it that, too, because <laughs> I always take a knee out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pray. You know, but it's like they had Sophistafunk last year. Yeah. They had, oh, yeah. They had good Bloodwood show. last year. Yeah. You know, it's ZZ uh, got up there and sang a couple times. Dude, it was it was a great time, man. Not mm-hmm. to mention that like you bring your own chair, you sit down, it makes you, you don't even feel like you're actually does feel like you're in Utica because that's what Utica brings, man. Yeah, just because it's got something for everybody everywhere, and that's like literally right there in downtown Utica, right outside Knights of Columbus. Right. So it's like that's that's some heartland. But right there's there. nothing to do around here. Yeah. Not, and you know what? That's a, a minute. That's a nice area too. That. Um, you know, over the years, they, they, they cleaned it up over there. You know, they put the circle. Everyone bitch about the circle. I like it so much better now. Yeah, I, you know what? I was first to bitch about the circle, too. But once it got into effect, yep. I mean, I like the way the traffic flows I bitched flows about it, it because I lived right next to Palermo's Pizza, which is right, obviously, mm-hmm. right in the circle. So it's like as soon as they uprooted the road, I had to just uproot my actual route to get anywhere. It was it was terrible. It was bad. But 
I think now it's so much easier to <laughs> oh, get through all day. And and it looks nice because they redid the whole area. So like you know, and nothing ever they never bring any events down that direction. And it's nice with the the Levitt Park stuff and mm-hmm. and with the Flower Fest that you're gonna bring more attention down that way and help those businesses out. And, yeah, and, and in fact, we're putting the stage right up against Palermo's. That's where the band's gonna be playing right there. Oh, nice! And you can get that band shuttle from the city and put it right up against Palermo's because you got a nice little parking lot over there. People can hang out and conjugate, if you will. And there's gonna be uh, artists and vendors, and they got they got a lot of stuff going on. And the cool thing is, it's gonna be like walkable, and it's all like within that one block radius from the park down to like the square. So it's cool. They're gonna have a lot of good things going on. You, in, you in can definitely drive <coughs> around it too because like just before the circle is uh, was it Tracy Street. And then that hooks right over on Francis. Francis takes you over to Plant, and then you're you're out and around from the circle. That's you had to learn that quick, huh? Oh, big time, <laughs> all day. Just because, like, I was actually able to, you know, that's an easy route to go from, you know, right there on Genesee Street straight to Vera Street. You know, easy, easy peasy kind of stuff. So it's, uh, you know, either down and around. You know, if you're going to go up Hobart Street, which is just before, if you're going to take the right, and then that takes you right around the circle. And then, you know, if, if you want to just drive around it, but I, you know, every, there's street parking all the way down Genesee Street, and then the bus gets dropped off that's right there, you know, for the city traffic. You know, there's, you're going to be going right through the heartland of Utica for that Flower Fest, man. I'm really excited to see what happens. It's cool. And Angela, when she puts an event together, it's always top notch. Yep. It's always above and beyond. Always. She stays like, busy, too. She does. And, and like, when she puts out a party, she delivers. Yep. That girl knows how to put on an event. That's for damn sure. That's why I'm, like, excited to, to see what she does with Flower Fest because I know it's going to be great. Yep. And then, uh, you know, when we go into Summerfest, Gina's the same way. Yeah. You know, Mike, you know, G has been doing it for a long time, and, and you know it's going to be fun there, too. So I'm, I'm really excited to see these parties, and we can be a part of it. Yeah. And really, you know, just get out, see people, talk to people. You know, show Mardi. our D, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just love saying that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you just li- but you're a, you're a grower, not a shower, right? Yeah, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely not a shower. Yeah. I don't do practice, just game time. <laughs> Hilarious. I was supposed to have a guest today. He never showed up. You know what the hell happened to the guest? Yeah, what it's going he- around today. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck happened, man? But it's all right. I'm glad Amigo's here, though, man. It's good oh, yeah. to I'm catch up with my boy, you know. it's been, It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a really long time. How was your Vegas? Let's get back to the Vegas experience. Back because to Vegas, man. I've, you've been there a few times. Have you noticed the change that's been going on there? First of all, with all the dispensaries on every freaking the, street corner. Yeah, the, how about that? Like, going there now, seeing these shows, being everything um, being legal. The, the strip doesn't have any marijuana dispensaries on it. Yeah, it does. It's totally controlled by the casinos, and there's no... If you go just past... Uh, you got to go beyond. Stratosphere. No, there's the one there. Um, That's... It's uh, uh, just past the Stratosphere. I, I, uh, new it's called Essence. Essence? Essence, yeah. It's, r- uh, it's right on the corner. It's Sahara and, and the Las Vegas Boulevard. Okay, it's but over at the... It's as over far the as, like, the real, real <laughs> strip is, yeah. like... You know, the Caesars, that, there's not one on that one. Yeah, okay, correct. just uh, Essence. Um, if you're listening, we will take um, free samples for your plugs. Um, but I, <laughs> Definitely. I, I called an Uber from the Flamingo, and they said, where are you going? I said. Take me to the closest dispensary. And they, they took me to the closest dispensary. Well, you have a friend that owns one, right? I do. Did you go to that one? I did, uh-huh. uh, because she actually had um, – Deals going on for you know the three eleven crowd to come in. Oh, so you like a three eleven head. Oh yeah. Oh, very cool. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. Just because uh, you know you had to say uh, a certain password 
and then you were able to get you know a discounted something because out ask. there it's 20 percent state sales tax so you're seeing 23 dollar grams of marijuana right. or cannabis we're going to be using cannabis not marijuana anymore uh, so you're going to be saying wait flour flour, flour. <laughs> so you got a 20 dollar gram of flour or you have a 60 something dollar you know bag or an eighth of uh of flour and then you're like okay yeah let's let's go bring it up and then all of a sudden it's like a hundred and something dollars and you're like what just happened mm-hmm. you know is like am i paying for like the packaging is there like is yeah it, but they get it, the, there's it, tax on it it's a 20 percent sales is tax, that what so it it's is like you're basically paying like 80 dollars an eighth of cannabis or flour out there uh, so see, no not really not the ones i went to man it was like it was reasonable like I, me i got the joints and there there's a gram in each of these joints i bought three for 40 bucks it was great and it was some of the best shit i ever had three for 40 bucks yeah i gotta show you to my places <laughs> so it's like you're still you gotta have I your gotta see you gotta have your friend it's, uh release a uh bearded brodel kush yeah, <laughs> I like that. I love that actually. I like I like more of a haze, man. I'm a haze guy. What a good idea. <laughs> you have your, little, your bearded Brodel logo on there. That's Brandon, like Johnny Chimpo from uh, yeah. Super Troopers. But I thought the prices were pretty reasonable, actually. The, I went to like five of them, and I thought they were pretty comparable. You know, I mean, they were a little pricey because of the tax, but not like it not beating you over the head type of thought. Um, I thought, you know, like I got uh, what did I get? I got a cartridge out there. Um, and then I, I got a I got an eighth out there like I, I I spent a lot that I thought I did but I didn't really spend that much I mean there, yeah I guess it could be reasonably priced for the convenience factor um, but it's like it, it is pretty expensive out there to actually like purchase in those zip up know. seals they give you yeah they, I, I mean, like those the the little smell proof bags and then you have like the little glass jars yeah. for the concentrates and then you have do um, they have delivery services uh, no no they don't oh, damn um, in California, they do. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Because they like order pizza and some weed. Dude, I would never leave my house. I know. See, that would be perfect if you're a pizzeria to have a dispensary right next to you and you guys co op yeah. you know, and deliver weed and pizza at the same time. Oh my God. Yeah. It's wow. Like the stoner's perfect. delight right there. <laughs> there was and a you pizza. don't have to move and get off the couch. <laughs> right. You're going to come to my house and deliver me weed and pizza? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And in Vegas, you can even order a hooker. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's worth a twenty dollar tip, right? <laughs> right in itself, man. Seriously, just have her get the pizza and the weed. But, but it's crazy though out there. Like every street awesome, corner, man. I feel like there's a whole new dispensary, and I was blown away because we go out be, there all the time. It, this is new there. It must have been all that crime and it, vandalism and shit going on, right? Because it made everybody like well, criminals. It is a little crazy out there. Well, it's Vegas. It's, it's always crazy out freaking crazy. Where, out there. where I stayed in my Airbnb, a lot of games. it was yeah, it was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. There's no affiliation of like Bloods or Crips though. Yeah, there it's, is. There's like I didn't see any of the, um, like you know, looking at all the graffiti that's out there. I didn't see any, you know, kind of affiliation to the gangs. That's what I was kind of noticing. I was like, this is pretty loose out here, you know, because it's just like you'll see gang ta- like gang tags, but there was no like color representation. You know, it's like it could have just been like a Latin King community just because it was all black. And yeah, it's all different pockets of town. Mm-hmm. That Which I find really like. weird because I seen Spider-Man at a crosswalk. Yeah. And he was just sitting there waiting for the, the yeah. light to change. Like, Seriously, me too. I saw Kiss. Kiss yeah. was just kind of hanging out. You Waking know? up with a hangover. And you're like, what the frick am I seeing? Like, is that Spider-Man sitting <laughs> <laughs> at the crosswalk? Like, yeah, random. Like, back to the, you know, the cannabis in the strip or anything like that or just seeing it everywhere. I mean, there used to be a billboard right there just, just beyond the strip. It said... It was big. It was big and yellow. I remember seeing it. it was a big, 
you know, uh, cannabis flower leaf, uh, and it said, caught with a joint, mandatory one-year sentence. Wow. Shit like that, man. It that's, was like he was that being was a little harsh. <laughs> that was years ago, too. Yeah, and like it, that's you, how that's how harsh it was, man. And now oh, it's I like know. you just see, you know, revolving signs like you know Burger King, and then you know Try New Leaf, and then you know Twenty Dollar Girls over on the Strip. You know, Doctor like Reefer. <laughs> <laughs> you see the Doctor Reefer b- billboards? No, I didn't see that. Oh man, it's when I was in Vegas. It's all I seen was Doctor Reefer billboards hey, everywhere. Really? Yeah. But now it's crazy. You just walk in and just it, and the dispensaries are cool. They like are. at first you got to go through that whole little checkpoint, mm-hmm. and that's like a little area. And you go in and you got to show your ID, and they ask you blah blah blah, and then they give you back your ID, and then they open up the door for you. You know, buzz you in. And you open up the door. It's like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> like, they had, wow, like, this they place, had... this is like heaven right now. And there's like all <laughs> little. It was cool. The one I went to was like lounge areas and shit. You can't smoke and sample, but they were passing out edibles. Like, here, would you like to try blah, 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 blah? Yeah. Here. Yes. Yes, I would. And then you just sit there and you just look at a scroll board and look at all the. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I could spend hours in a dispensary. My friend's uh, dispensary that's out there is called Oasis Cannabis LV for, you know, Las Vegas. And it's right there on Industrial Boulevard. Um, and the way that. By the strip clubs. By the strip clubs, maybe. <laughs> I, I didn't Great see. Spot. Um, but there was, um, like the way that she had everything on her display, um, there was, uh, in, on wall sconces. So you have like these clear tubes lit up with like these, you know, like these little tea lights or something like that shining right on them, but they're little wall sconces all over the place. So they're at eye level and you're just looking around you're like, oh, wow, that one says like lemon sherbet. And this one says like King Tut, lemon sherbet. you know, like 24K, you know, There's Gorilla so glue, many different names. Ape. And it's like they're in these little glass tubes, kind of like, you know, the head in the jar, kind of like Futurama. And it's just like they're on a little pedestal, little lights on them. It's like little terrariums for, you know, just these little flower nuggets. And it's I thought it was just fantastic. I mean, you're just like walking through these like wall dividers of waterfalls. You know, it's like it has like the nice tranquil babbling kind yeah, of yeah there's some cool like music playing in the so background cool. i love it and it's like the people and owners are like hanging out with like there's pictures of them like with snoop dogg coming in you know he's got a joint in his mouth of course it's like shit like that man it's pretty awesome i love it i love it everett smith checking in he's saying soon a varick street dispensary imagine that it's been open for years it's just not legal <laughs> yeah it's, it's actually the tnt movie video building there's just so much weed in there that, <laughs> you, just, you just can't get in that there. would be the spot no that place is a little too small for the dispensary though we would have it, to move it at like that torn up building that's like on the corner of varick and where's a copper tr- copper street or something right oh across yeah. from the uh, right, at, right, at, right, at, right across from the um the, the diner there no i was thinking uh the old fianchettos Oh, that would be a good spot. Right That's a there. good idea. Oh, yeah. Work in the street corner, man. Yeah, that would then be you a good get, spot. Like, the church. Then you get the garage right there, take over some of that, put the grow rooms in there. Put all the inventory in there. Yeah. See? We're so you got a dispensary. The ideas are popping up left and right. on either and a, corner. And, and then you got a brewery and a winery. And a dispensary. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Good Ver- idea. Boom. Varick Street would be hopping then. <laughs> the Varick Street Dispensary. Varick Street Dispensary. Yes, yes, yes. I, that, how, what a great idea that would be, dude! It'd be how good. long do you think that's going to happen, though? As soon as Cuomo gets out, it's be forever. yeah. As soon as Cuomo gets out, I think so. Yeah. Once, once Cuomo gets out and uh, somebody who isn't in bed with the pharmaceutical companies, well, who knows? I think they all are, but right. Anyhow, I mean, it, it'd be stupid not to when you look at all these other states jumping on board Man, and they're reaping the benefits and. 
Why wouldn't you? Look at all these goddamn potholes. I posted that picture the other day on my Facebook about these potholes. They're they're all over, and there's one right out in front of the office. That's where that pothole came from. We could be covering all these potholes. We could be repaving the roads by now if we could just legalize marijuana. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Like, all that money, all that extra income, it would be amazing in how much tax revenue the state would get if they legalized marijuana. And then we could t- get farmers back farming again, p- get people working, because we mm-hmm. didn't even touch the scratch of surface when it comes to, like, uh, industrial uses either. Right. So, like, we can actually get these farmers having something to grow again. Start cultivating. Yeah. Instead of tearing down forests and things like that, you know, let's let's get back to farming and, uh, you know, in, like having commerce that's made here in the United States, distributed here in the United States, you know, reaping you know, tons of money. It just makes too much sense. It does. You know, it does. For, like, for Colorado to be, like, paving the way yeah. to have everything al- almost done indoors. They're giving money back to the people over there. They're, they're you know, every all the schools, they have too much money. They put too much money back into the schools. They put too much money back into, like, local parks and little leagues and booster clubs. You know, all the stuff that, we, you know, people are, like, striving to raise money for. You don't even need to but, out there anymore. But then the, the federal government bullshit, you know, like, now these guys, they can't put their money in banks because the banks don't want to hold weed money. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's straight all cash. Yeah, it's all cash business. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like, if you just legalize it federally, the whole, I mean, this deficit thing would just go right down. How many storage units do you think in Denver, Colorado, are full of just stacks and stacks of money? There's got to be a bunch, right? We, we've well, seen I mean, one in Breaking Bad. Right, man. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you'll see, like, these agricultural colleges coming up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. boosting everywhere. Now, like, uh, you know, people who would go, like, pharmaceutical reps right now, you know, those types, you know, you'll have that for the, the, the marijuana industry, teaching these guys how to farm, how to cultivate, how to crossbreed, um, what does what. You know, what f- treats different symptoms. See, and you're not even, like, a regular kind of guy. And you, that's almost common knowledge to you now. And that's that's what I like to see is that how far, you know, just, like, uh, just cannabis and flower education has come. It's not just, right. like, it's not, like, the devil's lettuce anymore right. or the wacky tobacco or all those other, you know, fruit fly names that kind of just stick around just because it's a stigma that went around it. You know, now it's, like, so much more in the forefront that we're actually able to know more about it and be able to, you know, uh, take it off the, you know, the, the bad list right. and put it up on the on the place where, you know, it's like that's jobs opening up, that's a trade that's able to get back in action again. And it h- helps certain diseases it, and, and it helps whatever. Ailments. Disease, which is exactly ailments. what we're trying to do with Abigang. You know, it's exactly what we're trying to do is get that discussion going where people are more knowledgeable about it, where mm-hmm. they'll take it upon themselves to learn about it and study it and, and look at it and say, Holy shit! There's actually something out here that can help people, and why aren't we looking for you know just more into this? You know, way that shit like that is illegal. Right. You know, it's just it it came from the ground. It's here on the earth, man. Like if 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 we found out that sucking on rocks, you know, got you know got you off on something like that, they figure out how to to regulate it and then ban it. You're not allowed to suck on these rocks anymore. Or tax it. Or tax it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or tax it. Yeah. You know, let me suck on these fucking rocks, man. <laughs> like, it, like just, just for hypothetical shit, man. Like, this is a plant, like a cactus. You know, it's like you're not... This is a, a, a certain cactus that will open up your mind and you know, you'll, you know, obviously you know, hallucinate and trip out. You know, sometimes you might go a little crazy, but it's... Or it came from the earth. Yeah. Like how bad is it? But then the government goes and makes... PCP, 
Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Synthetic PCP. And, and randomly give it to people and see what happens. But the, the, the safe stuff, no. Did they even take, like, the marijuana, you take it out of the flower form, the natural from the earth, and then they manipulate Cannabis. it and put it into, you know, oils, and they put it into, you know. Topical agents. Yeah. You know, it's oils, it's smokable, it's edible. But they won't legalize it in the naturalist form. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. I mean, here in New York, in New York State, at least. Right. You know? My cousin had a serious injury last year, and, like, the poor kid, he's crippled. I feel bad for him. He fell a couple stories, and, like, the only thing helping him right now is this is mango orange kush right now. It's the only thing helping. He says, you know, he doesn't want to get hooked on p- pain medication mm-hmm. and pharmaceuticals because he knows we've lost friends, so many friends, to that crap. Oh, it's terrible. And, and so right now what's, hap- what's helping him is the orange mango kush, and it's, it's helping, and he's starting to move around a little bit better. I mean, he's going to be crippled for a while, and he's going to be hurt for a while. But – my it's own, helping them. It's it's helping you know ease the pain a little bit. You know? Yeah, my own mother is on CBDs right now. Um, you know, coming from someone who's married to a police officer, obviously he's up here to uphold the law. Mm-hmm. You know, once a cop, always a cop. Um, you know, by the federal law, you're not allowed. That's you know, it's it's an extract of something like that. It's you know, it's it's you know part of the. You know, the, the cannabis industry, it's like you're supposed to point your finger at it. It's supposed to be wrong, just like the D.A.R.E. program. <laughs> you know, it's these are all the wrong things, and you know. So, right, right. But, you know, my mother, when she was living up here, she slipped and fell on the ice. Um, she broke her wrist, uh, jammed her elbow, and, like, the way that she fell, um, like, she has, you know, the like the tingly feeling in her hand, and then she has, like, the, uh, the shoulder thing just because, like, the way she fell. Um, it, it, it tore something like, you know what I mean? So yep. she now she can't take pictures uh, just because of the kind of camera that she has. It's weighted. You know, it's like it adds too much stress to her. Um, but she would always have like that. My arms asleep feeling in her arm. Now she's starting to take these CBD gummies and she's able to, you know, hold dishes again, you know, full of food. You know, she's able to, you know, just have more mobility through her arm and the tingling is starting to go away. And it's just amazing that, you know, this is just from one portion, you know, as opposed to, you know, taking, just taking Advil, take a Tylenol. Yeah. You know, you're taking like eight of these a day. You're taking 12 of those a day, you know. Which in the long run never ends up being good for you. No, absolutely not, man. Kill your kidney or something. Absolutely. It breaks down by your liver. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to take other stuff to clean out your liver. Exactly. You know, so she's taking the CBD stuff. Now she's, all this stuff is coming right back again, man. And I can't be even more happy. Just oh, be great, able man. to like hold the camera, take pictures, just because that's what I grew up, man. That's my mom. Yeah. You know, and it's like to, to know that she's taken the the holistic leap into, you know, the C B D realm. And plant medicine. And plant medicine mm-hmm. and plant based products. You know, I'm not telling her to go straight vegan, you know, because <laughs> but there's it's there's so much more that's happening and like to that's that's a leap just because for someone that is part of like upholding the law and being like overshadowed by like the the thin blue line kind of thing you know it's well the cbds is more to take the pain away right and And i mean it's a different component compared to the thc but it comes from you know the derivative yeah like if you were to have a if you were to have a weed full of cbd you know say a nugget full of cbds you would pretty much wouldn't feel anything you wouldn't get a little dizzy yeah a little stoned or whatever but it's not like what you think it is? Where THC is? That's what what gets you fucked up. That's yeah, what you know gets you high, if mm-hmm. you will. And you have to take a few and you know develop 
these, you know, like the one uh, uh, administration isn't going to be like your your end all be all. It's, right. It's, you have to start building up your pathways and your tolerance, not necessarily your tolerance, but just to, you know, get it circulating within your system. So it's like now a, a product that you are, you know, just bringing into you know, help better yourself, which See, is fantastic. Now, if the U.S. government was smart, and it's a huge if, and I, we all know that they're not. There's nothing smart about the U.S. government, especially th right now. They should be studying Colorado and Washington and, you know, what's it, Maine and Massachusetts now and California and Even D.C., even right under their nose. Right. So, and I understand, like, Literally. you can't just come out and say, okay, it's federally legal because you're going to have mayhem. Right now, you've seen in certain states, they didn't know how to properly go about. Massachusetts is right there. Um, it's, like, pretty wild. They, they got to work on their regulations. Right, and that's it. Like, I, I feel like you got the information now. Come up with, a, like, a system. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever regulations you want to make or whatever procedures you want to make for it, um, come in a unison with it. You know, come to an agreement so when it launches – you don't have, like, mass mayhem. You know what I mean? Like you said, like the wild, wild west. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's going out there just putting up dispensaries and, and you know, grow farms and shit like that. There's got to be a little bit of, um, uh, con like, Cons direction. Yeah, yeah direction. you know what I mean? Uh, so, it's like, it doesn't blow up in all our faces. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I would designate. Agree. I mean, there's certain areas out there, like Idaho and Nebraska and some of these other places that have been kind of against it. But, like, man, they're farm country. You know, it's farm country. They should be the epicenter of where we grow a lot of these, you know. A lot of space. Plants. There's a yeah. ton of space. There's a ton you know, of space over same there. Same thing in Kansas. It's super dry there, too, which <laughs> is good for it. You know what I mean? And then you just you, you just come up with. Uh, it just makes too much sense, man. Like how it the banks are going to handle it. Sense. It does. It makes way too much sense. And it's a whole other industry that, that we're not tapped into. For, right for as greedy as New York is, you would think that they would just jump on the train so they could load their pockets and say no we don't have that much money to get back to you guys you know maybe next year you know but that's the nice carrot on the string that i'm willing to take if you want to put you know the the cannabis industry here in new york to you know release it from the federal grips right you know that's what i'm about so it's like if you want to do that you know limit my liberties with it but let me get some later you know Everett's checking in, and he's saying he's thinking that Cuomo's re-election campaign is going to be based on legalizing marijuana. And then he also says supposedly they're at, like, not studies right now. They're doing studies on everything. It, 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 they've always been study on it. There's mm -hmm. really – the studies should – the proof is in the pudding. All they got to do is take a field trip to freaking Denver. That's mm -hmm. There's your study. And Washington. You know, and Washington. And even if they don't want to go that far, go – yeah, right. D.C.'s yeah, right go, there. Go right to the Capitol so you can go in one door and then go to the other. That's what my buddy told me. D.C.'s wide open right well, now. Well, I was there. talking about Washington State because yeah. they've been doing it for but quite DC a while. D.C. is – it's right yep. there. The, my buddy yeah. told me it's wide open down there in D.C. Like there's dispensaries and everything. I've, I've been to a few dispensaries down there. Yeah. They, they're doing they're doing. I mean, it's right. definitely definitely a hell of 20 years ago. We have made leaps and bounds. I never thought compared to where we, we are at 20 years ago. Right. In, in our life. I didn't think so either. bro. I didn't think I would be able to see the day that I can, you know, right. joke Same about it. Let me get a pack of reefers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just talking shit like that. That's reality. But like, it's nice that, you know, they they regulated it as they did where it's not they're, they're not selling it at the, the convenience store. You know, they're not selling it along with the beer and the tobacco. <laughs> you know, it, it is its own entity. You should be right. able to go in and go learn about it and, you know, figure out how to administer it. Because there's a lot more to it than your regular old run-of-the-mill tobacco where it has all these, you know, terrible additives to it that you have to have a Right. On. You don't know what the hell they're putting and in your cigarettes. They, have, they, have, they did studies on what's in a cigarette, and it's like they found, like, crayons, 
baby diaper you know like it, it's like formaldehyde like why do you want to like inhale this kind of shit yeah what i think is cool too though is like you know everyone looks at these stoners we we all have that one friend he's like that stoner dude that like totally blows it for everybody no 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 <laughs> like you think like oh man this guy's an idiot like this guy he's just a dumb stoner he knows nothing but then like he'll construct like this crazy thing to like grow weed and he has like five different brand you know like uh uh, strings going at once and like you know what I mean like he grew these awesome nice plants that like agriculturalists have to study to do this stuff you know and then like these guys are just they learned on their own yeah how do you do that yeah and they, you know crossbreeding and what treats this and what does that and genotypes, like genotypes genotypes you know just going the run of the mill punnett square now you, you look at these guys and you're like everybody else out there loses but now if these guys went and took these into like agricultural schools and and you know that's their motivation. You know, they they found love into. The, it's not even so much about smoking it as it is they get to create these like awesome plants. The fruits yeah. of your labor, man. You know what I mean? So now we're bringing out like hidden geniuses. You know, <laughs> seriously though, we all know. Like, dude, you ever run out of a bong or anything to smoke out of? Yeah. You get creative as a mofo. Engineers. <laughs> you like cutting out an apple. You know what I mean? Like. It's always good to use a good piece of fruit. You don't have to like go use like your dad's tools or anything like that. Cause you end up getting in trouble. You know, it's like you end up going to your friend's house and all the the filters and the sink is <laughs> yeah. on. And it's like, why is your water running like that? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you, you know when a stoner's been there. But it's uh, you use a good piece of fruit. That that works fantastic. Always. Or a beer can. Oh, I've done that a few times. All of that works. <laughs> they actually made a Get ceramic pipe that looks like a beer can. I don't know if anybody's seen that that's been cycling around. But now if you get these, like, these stoners going out there and doing their grow, you know, if you get them teaching how to grow food or, you know, because a lot of it's hydroponically grown. Mm -hmm. So now we can actually have people, more people out there that know how to do this stuff. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I just think it's it it's brings out, like I said, the hidden geniuses out there. Yes, it does. You know, we also need to talk about, since we are on the subject of plant medicine, we need to talk about our – Yep. little fundraiser we got going on. We announced it yesterday. Actually, we announced it Monday. Adeline and Todd announced it on Monday on Home Free Podcast. And, and I, I feel like a bad partner because we haven't even really mentioned it. But we have a fundraiser going on next Friday at the Mohawk Valley Winery. Four yes. to seven, you come in, and uh, we're going to give you some education on the film that we're creating on the aboga plant. We have a crew going to Africa. We're going I wish I could go. <laughs> but our crew is going to Africa to do a documentary <laughs> on the aboga plant, and they're going to go hang out and disrupt the Bwiti tribe out there in Central what, Africa. The Bwiti? Bwiti tribe. And they're Bwiti. the, like, godfathers in the, of this plant, the aboga plant. The aboga plant. And this aboga plant is a shrub that you can find in the jungle. That's all it is. That's awesome, man. And this aboga plant has some magical, magical powers. How many people, off the top of your head right now, has it cured that we know? That I've met? At a lot. Yeah. A lot. We Quite have a few, a few. Quite a few. Quite a few. And we need to go and make awareness of this plant and this plant medicine because plants and plant medicine can help you. And this... Don't think it's just for addiction, too, because we've mentioned how this Iboga and Ibogaine is a, like a component of the Iboga plant and how Ibogaine has helped our friends get off heroin or pills or any kind of opiates. But it's also effective for PTSDs. It's effective for anxiety, bipolarism, 
irritable bowel, which I should take it for that. Quit smoking. I'm farting right now, you know. <laughs> should take it for that. But anyways, this is really important to us, for us to educate and get the word out there about the aboga plant. So we're sending a crew to Africa. They're going to do a documentary, but we need your help. We need some funds. So not only do we have a GoFundMe, and you can find that at GoFundMe.com backslash Iboga, I-B-O-G-A. But we are putting together a fundraiser, and it's happening Monday, or Monday, I'm sorry, Friday, <laughs> next Friday, March 30th. Friday, March 30th at the Mohawk Valley Winery on Barrick Street. Come on down from 4 to 7. There's going to be food and champagne and a bunch of education on the Iboga plant and, you know, make, make you aware of what's going on. If you have no idea, we all – Let's get back into the effect, the roots of like we all know somebody who's affected by addiction or PTSDs or mm-hmm. some kind of anxiety or depression. We we all know if not you somebody you know. Right. This can affect this affects everybody. And there is a cure out there for it. It's an 85% effective cure rate. 85%. 85%. 85%. It cures, it helps. This plant helps. Of course it's illegal. And just like we were talking with the whole marijuana legalization, I mean, it's there's proof out there that it works. There's proof. You know what I mean? There's we just got to get people knowledgeable and, and learn about it. If and you understand don't it. believe us, do some research. Go Google it. Iboga plant. Go to YouTube I-B-O-G-A. and watch. O G A. There you go. The Iboga <laughs> plant, right? Yeah. Go to YouTube. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube about it, and there's some cool documentaries. It just blows me away, man. It's just like all the all the natural things that happen that the that the earth brings and gives to us to help you know heal us or make us better. You know, it's like they're always talking about you know the the Amazon forest how we're always destroying it, and there's there's supposed to be the cure for cancer out there. Mm-hmm. I there's we're probably still destroying it because we already found the cure for cancer. And we're just destroying the rainforest because we right. want to make something else. Well, the government wants to keep us sick. It, yeah, we're just a cog in the machine, man. You can't just like have, you know, a cure for something and then still have these diseases when, you know, they're still going around. They're, they're, there's too much money involved with it. Yeah. And just going back to how much money is involved with it, legalize the cannabis. Legalize the cannabis just so there is so much money that's involved with it and give back to the community. And the aboga plant. And how the aboga plant. How about this? Stop these freaking interest groups from loading up and pulling the strings of our politicians. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's where the bullshit lies. That's why this stuff never gets taken care of is You're because right. they're, they're pulling the strings. And until we can actually put it in their faces and say there's actual proof that this stuff works. Like, with the marijuana thing, the reason why that's coming along so well is people started doing research. People, the word got out of the Internet. They couldn't keep the, the word down anymore. Um, you know, because growing up, weed was bad. You know, oh, say terrible. no to the drugs. The Weed, dare program, pot, you know, marijuana, like all those, all the stigma, names. the reefer madness, you know, stuff, you know, so they put it in your head how bad it is. You talk to somebody back in those days, you mentioned weed, they didn't want to hang out with you, you know what I mean? Like, if you smoke weed, I, I had friends personally, if you smoke weed around, they took off, you know, yeah. they, they got nervous, like whatever, and they never gave it a chance to research it and talk about it and, and look into it and say, oh shit, there's actually some real qualities to this stuff that they can help people. And uh, one of my friends was absolutely dead against it, and I finally got him to smoke. And he was just like, wow. I, I feel know. good. I feel like everything, like, just. I didn't know. I was so wound up. Yeah, and I'm like, do you <laughs> feel like you just did something illegal? And he's like, no. I'm like, there you go. Like, what's so wrong that you just finally feel relaxed? Right. You know? If, if that's all it does for you, awesome. And that's why we're, like, pushing for the Abigail, too, is to get that discussion going. And then all the stuff that the government, like, gives to you. Or has like constructively made, um, like acid. 
the lysergic acid, LSD. You know, that's like, that's government made. Right. That's government made. PCP. PCP. Government made. MDMA. MDMA. Suboxone. Suboxone. Methadone. All, all of Oxycontin. Like all the government made stuff. We could go, so, we, we could do a whole podcast but, but on like, all the drugs the government has made. They, that would be, that could be a whole and two hour fine. segment. Here, take a bunch of pills. Here's a bunch of Oxycontin. Right. Here's, here's all this stuff that everyone's getting addicted to that when kids get their hands on it, you, you look at a pill and you're like, that's not going to help. So what do you do? I'll take three or four. Take more. Boom. You ha- once you're in, you're you're on for the ride. It's true. You know, and that's why people are overdosing. That's why they're getting sick. Um, you can't do that with weed. You know what I mean? Like, you, you sit there and you mean? can just sit there and try smoking as much as you can, and you'll end up passing out on the couch and ordering three pizzas. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> past me really took took care of future me. I got these pizzas to wake up to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But and you know like but because of that it's been on going on in this country for so long and so many people grew up in the marijuana culture that it um, people are starting to realize maybe they're full of shit mm-hmm. you know and that's why I'm hoping that we can you know with this documentary and just talking about it and actually having people come out there and say hey this shit really worked for me that they do their own research like Adeline had to do yeah mm-hmm. and speaking of Adeline she's checking in. Get your tickets before they're gone. They are tickets. I We have tickets here, too, at the studio. So if you want to buy, purchase a couple tickets to our fundraiser that's happening next Friday at the Mohawk Valley Winery. Stop on down 641 James Street. You just come right in. If you just open up the door, you're going to be on the show. <laughs> you just, yeah. you just come right in. You're going to be on I'll, the show. Vanna White, you. <laughs> but uh, we do have tickets for sale. And come on down. And there's also uh, the GoFundMe page, too. Don't forget about that. So that's yes. GoFundMe dot com backslash eboga and come on out and we're gonna do a couple more fundraisers before we get out there and before i like we get winery. out to africa i feel like the winery is um like a little hidden gem on on Varick street absolutely beautiful place i love what they did with it yes i feel bad that i peed in the backyard of there so many times <laughs> uh, we don't want to talk about what's going on in that backyard. adeline also says search hashtag team abigain in facebook search bar for more articles and in, in interviews so I wonder if they got the freaky tiki's going. And she's also saying heroin was, heroin was created as a pain reliever. Yeah. Milk of the poppy. Mm-hmm. Heroin, yeah. That's wow. in, in another. Well, I don't think the government because you can find the poppy seeds out, and but they were shipping them in. The government from was, Vietnam, from right? Vietnam. I mean, yeah. you, you guys seen American Gangster, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and that was all. And savages depicted on a true story. The movie Savages, they were they showed that too, where they're putting in with the bodies and. Oh yeah. It's pretty messed up. Well, yeah, the government is the biggest drug dealer in the oh, world. Oh, absolutely, hands US down. U.S. government, hands down. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, I don't care how many times you, you, you see this guy on the street corner thinking he's selling crack. The government's selling more crack than him. He's, they're selling the the cocaine to make the crack. Right. You know, Selling it back to the community. Yep. They're creating these uh, cartels. Yeah, and like you said, too, we got to vote these politicians out. That's it, it, it. You do have a voice. Not a national level, it's not really, but your representatives locally and regionally, you can vote them motherfuckers out. And I goddamn plan on doing it to Claudia Tenney this year. That bitch is yes. gone. Adios. I can't wait. See you later. Yeah. Hashtag buy Claudia. That's going to be a fun one. Get your ass, get your head out of Trump's ass, you piece of shit. Well, that's why she's sticking I it in she, she, <laughs> went to she, she got national recognition for, you know, whatever she did to. Um, oh, she, w- on the the news thing where she yeah. was calling her own story fake news mm-hmm. when it happened to her. No, no, that was fake news. Oh, okay, but it was about you. Yeah, unreal, 
unreal. She got yeah. recognition for that, and I think like Trump I hope even, your pockets I, are deep, bitch. Yeah, I think Trump <laughs> even like liked one of her tweets or something like that. So she's she's you know floating on some kind of notoriety from that. Uh, yeah. So, but yes, you can vote these local representatives out. You can get them out on a regional level too. Congressmen, your senators, vote them out, people. They're killing your, your family members. Yep. They're killing your friends. Demand and if more. you don't think so, do some research. They're keeping you sick. Well, that's what I think is the most interesting about this. When you start researching it and people are like, oh, they're just going to ban it. We know it's banned. It's already banned, people. We're trying to get unbanned. Look at it and understand that, like, there's actually things out there that could save these people. Save these people. You know, like exactly. the 30 trips to, to, to rehab. You know what I mean? But, like, on that way, but 30 trips to rehab, how many people, liquor stores did they knock over? How many people have they hurt? How many lives have they destroyed in the meantime to get to the rehab centers that only work for a short period of time? Here is something that actually fixed it the first time. For, yeah. You know, and be done with it. And, and live that's a, a one-time nice thing, yes. too. One time. You take it, you d- and you're cured. But then there's a high 80% effective rate for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and guess what, people? It's legal in Canada. It's legal in Mexico and, of course, the good old U.S. of A. They want to keep you sick, people. They want to keep you sick. Eddie said, not one local politician has replied to any of her pleas to discuss Abigail. Not a single of one. Of course not. How messed up is that? Of course not. How messed up is that? And I would love to get some, like, medical um, professionals on, on look into this. They probably just blew you off, to be honest with you. And like, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. This doesn't fill my pockets. They gave it to their intern to check it out, and they're like, uh, all right, whatever. They got swept under the rug. So we got to call them out. We- We're doing it right now, goddammit. We're just calling them out right now. Because this is ridiculous. Like, politicians, you can vote them out. Simple as that. You can vote these representatives out. Get them out. You know, when I talk to a doctor, I talk to my doctor about it. Why did you people vote for him in the first place? My doctor had <laughs> no idea about it. None. You're a medical professional, and you don't know about Abigail. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. That's how much they, they kept this under wraps. We got to expose it. Absolutely. We need to educate, make awareness, and get these sons of bitches out of office. Get them out. Like, they're, they're not doing anything constructive. No. They're really not. They're gotta, just filling their pockets. Got to find all the ones that have already done career politicians. You know, 20 years plus, you know, say, why are you still there? Are there good politicians out there? There are. There are. There are. There's some people. There's some good people out there. that actually do care. I feel like door to door. You know, babies. There's on the local level. There's some people that actually do care about what happens in Mm -hmm. their community. I could attest to that. You know, and of course, on a regional level, there are some people out there that do care. But on the national level, they don't give a shit about us. To be honest, I feel like they they go in. I feel like they go in sometimes, caring and wanting to make a change, and then they realize the system's so messed up Mm -hmm. that they just can't. They got to play ball. Or the the guys who are really pulling the strings, the puppet masters, you know, line their pockets, Mm -hmm. tell them to shut the hell up, and here, go play golf. And that's why we got to blow up this two-party system. Yeah. You have to. Nothing will ever get done until we say, screw both you guys. You both need to come together and work together to save all this stuff. And and, and cut the ties with these, you know, uh, interest groups. Yeah, because they realize that it's not all black and white or red and blue in this this instance. Why does does Trump want to go back to coal? (laughs) You know what I mean? When we we made great efforts in in solar and wind and all this other stuff, but now you want to go back to coal? Well, gee, I wonder who he's in bed with. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, you know, come like on. The, Ho- the Hoover Dam. 
which I just saw, you know, when I was out in Vegas, you know, that's hydroelectric power. Yeah. You know, right. like that that whole thing is powering Las Vegas. That's and there's so much the sun out there. Out. Solar power. Solar power. You it, have like the, the it's wind effective. energy. It works. There's wind farms that are out in the, the Florida Keys. Just Would to you get do you see Tesla has um, shingles for your roof? Yeah. They're solar panels. Incredible. Future in the right direction. You know what I mean? Like you know? that guy has, you know, he, he has the right idea. You know, with his the cars, I mean, pfft, the Tesla cars are amazing. It's a right idea. They're, they're doing so much to be progressive. And then and then you have shit like this. You have shit like that. They got you the know? old fogies. They can't dwell just because of their own personal interest. It That's is. why they well, hold everybody else back. It you, is you, their personal interest. You right. think about it. The one percenters of the world. They have all the wealth. Think about how much technology is, has changed over the years. I mean, we put a man on the moon. Supposedly, if you believe, you know, the conspiracy theories or whatever. We did. But, I mean, just look at your phone alone, right? (laughs) Just look at your phone alone. It's a supercomputer. It's your GPS. It's everything, right? But yet, we still use the same damn fuels in our car that we did 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. Come on. You mean to tell me. Still fixated with oil. They got cars that could park themselves. They got cars that could drive themselves. But yet, we got to put fossil fuels back in our cars. Like, come on. Like. How can we not advance through that? Like we're fucking Jed Clampett over here. Right. right. But what did uh, what did Elon Musk uh, build? He has like one of these just giant buildings. Uh, it's like a megabit building. Oh, yeah. That is um, it's massive. We'll just call it like a, 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 a giant cube of energy that is literally somewhere in Africa. And he's like, if we have 10 of these built, then we'll never have to rely on fossil fuels ever again. Just because it's like a whole epicenter of just energy that's, you know, either I'll, I'll have to look that up. Um, but that, that's something that he has, you know, put forth the effort in. That's something that he put his money in that is going to, you know, fuel the, the future. The fuel the future. Is you what can't really even collect your own rain water. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like Elon Musk wants to send people to Mars. He wants to put people, you know, you take a trip out to the space. I don't know if I'd ever do it. Would you do it? I'd do it. No. you do it? I wouldn't do it either. No. How long you be gone for? A I couple months? I, I think you're gone for years, no? Uh, I have no idea. I think you're gone for a while. They, I don't know. I have no idea. We'd have to. I was, I was reading somewhere do some research that on there it. was these twins. One was an astronaut. One was not. Uh-huh. Um, the astronaut twin obviously went to space. He was there for a year and physically... He was a different person when he came back. Like, I guess space and the, the dark matter, the antimatter that's out there. I'm sure. I guess there's, there's something that's in there that, you know, changes your DNA. Oh, I'm sure. Or just your chemical makeup. Wow. That totally blew me away. I'm sure. Probably, you know, puts years on your life and shit. You uh, I guess, it, I guess it, ta- um, it slows your life down. Oh, it does? Yeah. Huh. Because everything is like. I wouldn't mind that then. <laughs> what am I? Well, took the wrinkles away. Nice. But I do want to reiterate the fact. I want to get back to the topic at hand, and is we do have that fundraiser going yes, on at the I Mohawk agree. Valley Winery on Barrick Street next Friday. It's March thirtieth. Come on out, show your support. We need your help, people. We want to send. We want to educate. We want to yep. make awareness. We're gonna do this documentary, and but it's a little costly. And like <laughs> I said, the, the winery is a beautiful place. They make their own wines. They got Come hang out. You're gonna get a cheese plate, and you're gonna get a, some champagne and. She's Adeline, which she's another one. Whoever yep. she puts on a party, look out because it's always knocked out of the park. She kills it. The woman knows how to put on a party. Oh, yeah. And this isn't just a party, though. This is a good educational make awareness fundraiser. And we need your help. So 
The GoFundMe page is www.gofundme.com backslash Ibogo. Actually, I'm going to pin it, and line put it right to our, our comment, and I'm going to pin it to the top of this thread here on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook. Also, if you are on Facebook right now, please share this video. That would help us out immensely. Sharon is Karen. Sharon is Karen. Like, share, comment, subscribe, tweet, retweet. Donate. Donate. Like, <laughs> like comment, and share. There you go, amigo. <laughs> We're going to get you doing some voice work really soon, too. We got some shit to change around over here, but let's make moves. Yeah, and we're going to be doing another fundraiser too. Uh, yes, we got a couple more in the works, probably on Barrick Street, and uh, we'll be talking about that in a weeks to come. So you'll be hearing a lot about this GoFundMe page and our documentary for Abigail and the Iboga plant, and it's curing people. It's curing people. So if you want to see your loved ones cured from their ailment, whatever it may be. If you don't believe us, just do your own research. Do your own research. Google it. Adeline posted a comment, hashtag Team Abigail. I mean, it's like people, like when you're on the opiates and you're and you're sick, like it, it's just terrible because it, 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 it acts like a disease. Mm -hmm. You know, it just totally takes them over. It's it's not the person that it, it's almost like they're possessed. And well, we have firsthand experience with it. Like well, we know people personally <coughs> have gone through this right. and cured. And here's the thing: you, if you don't believe us and you don't believe the research you're doing, that's fine. Is it worth you twenty bucks for you to donate to find out and see it happen in real time? Like that's what we're gonna do. You know, we're gonna go there and actually show this, and and, and people see it happening and see it working, mm -hmm. so they can see it for themselves. You know what I mean? Like. Is it worth it for, for, what, 20 bucks that you could potentially save thousands of lives? You know what I mean? And you, I know what you mean. And then well, you have the proof was right there for you. Like, it, what's the charge if you have Ibogaine, like, on you? Like, is that, is that schedule any? what, two? It's schedule one. Um, schedule one. There is a documentary called uh, Lost in Love, I think it's called. I'll have to look it up. It's a great documentary. It's about the only guy who has ever been popped in the U.S. with Ibogaine. There's only been one arrest on it. Wow. And here's this guy. He was, and you have to watch this documentary. Mm. It's really, really cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Be I'm beautiful with. I'm dangerous with love. That's it. Okay. I'm dangerous with love. And this guy was getting Albuquerque, and he was going around the streets of New York City, giving it to people with addiction problems. And they would, he would show up to a house and perform the ritual and give it to him and watch over him and everything. Next day, they're cured, and he would move on and he'd do it from another one. And somehow he got popped. And got arrested for it, mm -hmm. but it's a great documentary. I'm doing it no justice by describing it at all. You have to check it out. It's amazing. Well, it's right amazing. On. And the guy's still out there doing his thing, too. So it's a Schedule 1, mm -hmm. and if you are caught with the cyber gang, like you can get in. You could do some, time. You could do some time. You can get in trouble. You could do some time. I imagine it's all on weight and how much you have or whatever. Because, yes. I mean, when you get caught with any kind of narcotic, usually it depends on weight. But as far as your sentence like, goes, you know, it's like we we have this fundraiser, you know, so we should I don't want I don't want to say like we should have like a live account. But like for say like you we had Ivy gang there and then someone came up and was asking, you know, it's like I have a really sick friend. I would like to do a demonstration a right demo there. Yeah. <laughs> like almost. Some, oh, it w would it be essentially like an like an exorcism? <laughs> would that would that would would it work like that to that effect? I don't know. What, if we could do a live demonstration, that's not a bad idea. Well, <laughs> there there is the purging part of it. Oh right, there is that purging part. So it could get a little messy, you know. Um, 
But we could do it in somebody's backyard. Yeah. But then that's the thing we're trying to stop here is is people doing it on by themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Like in, in administering it themselves. At least this way here, like if we can get it research and, and get clinics like they have in, in uh, Mexico and Canada where you're you're giving it by a professional. You know what I mean? That somebody knows what they're doing. And Tucker is going to learn to be one of those people. And um you know, it makes it safer and, and makes it, you know, so you don't get that, you know, backyard type stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because you never know. Like, if somebody gives it too much. How do you take it? Or you don't know you, too, uh, what your body reaction is right. going to be to it. Right. Is this a, a pill? Is this, like, something that you, do you snort it? The way Tucker <laughs> took it was a tablespoon. Tablespoon? Tablespoon. Off the butt? No. <laughs> <laughs> took it orally. <laughs> And, and he says about my jokes. <laughs> I haven't done a poop joke today, so. <laughs> hey, Amigo made up for that one. That was just funny, man. Up the butt. <laughs> yeah, he boofed it. Hey, can you get that in your hands? Can you do a handstand for me so I can eject this Abigail in your butt? It's like a butt chug. Who knows? It might work quicker, actually, if you put it in your butt, right? <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking a lot about the aboga plant in Abigail. She said Emmy took the powder. She took the powder. Yep. I mean, like uh, when I'm doing my, you know, when, when you see the extraction process, when you're using with uh, the flower, the cannabis, you know, it's like you can, you know, extract it from its, you know, normal state. You know, it's like since this comes from, you know, a plant, is this something that's like, uh, like hand muddled? There's a, a, what's that thing called? A muddle. A muddle. <laughs> a muddle is a muddle. Um, or do you like, uh, do you, you know, ground it up like arugula? Do you put it on like pizza? Like, is it something it's a powder. Okay. Well, it's from the plant, but then, then you know, there's a whole process yeah, that okay. goes along with it, you know? The synthesizing of it. Um, some, a friend of mine just uh, privately messaged me and said that um, when we were talking about marijuana, that uh, it actually treated her tumor. Wow. And it created the tumor to shrink. That the tumor shrank? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, wow. So, you know. It was a cancerous tumor? I don't know if it was you cancerous, but. But still. It, right, exactly. It was a growth. So, just more proof out there. Maybe that's what's happening in my penis. <laughs> it's growing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyhow. Or it's shrinking. No, or, I, or yeah, too much. It, yeah, so your penis was a tumor? I smoked too much weed. And it's <laughs> it's <laughs> my, not a tumor. <laughs> my penis is a tumor. Anyway, no, but that's plant medicine is effective. Yes. It works. It's true. There's so much literature out there that you can do. There's so much research. And if you don't believe us, just go out there and do the research yourself. And Educate yourself, people. Right, yes. and to Amigo's effect, you know, a uh, point that he was talking about earlier was, um, you know, we don't know what we missed, you know, out there that we didn't discover yet. You know I mean? What else is out there that could treat other ailments, you know, like Seriously. cancer or right. AIDS or, you know, other mental illnesses and stuff like that? I mean, like, you're talking about a drug here that can help PTSD, you know, depression, depression, anxiety, anxiety, I, I, IBS, which I should take it for that. How do we know it doesn't help with cancer? You know what I mean? There might be an opportunity, you know, a, it might have the ability to help with, you know, leukemia or something like that. We don't know. We haven't researched it yet. And it's found in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. Like, right. And the resources are probably plentiful out there. Endless. We Endless. Should, we should be studying the shit out of this plant. I know. Absolutely. And and others that are out there that, you know, uh, the how do you say it? The ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. You know, say that. with me now. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. <laughs> ayahuasca. It's like one of these band yes, names that come good. in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, you, it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, peyote. 
You know, the Indians used to, you know, the Native Americans, sorry, used mm-hmm. to use um, peyote all the time to, for spiritual rituals and stuff yep. like that. Like, how do we know they weren't onto something? Now we're finding out that mushrooms now create endorphins in your brain for, to create happiness. Yeah. You know? There's oh, I know. <laughs> it, all, it all gives back. But then Just don't, know, don't put a boomerang in your hand. But then there's, like, <laughs> but then there's like you know, the other plants that are out there that, you know, we, like we should – you know, take heed against, not necessarily against them, but just like, you know, take warning of what they are and what the powerful effects they are. Like the angel trumpet tree that's out there that, you know, you know, if you synthesize it, that is PCP. And then there's another plant that is down in Colombia, which is uh, the scopolamine plant, which is, it, it houses a fruit that when you grind down the seeds. It is he related to Jason Scopola? Uh, that would be really funny, but I don't know. <laughs> that would be really funny. But you but know what's funny about that is that, we harvest, you know, plants that have killed thousands of people over the past few years. Oh, yeah, tobacco. Tobacco. That's completely legal with no medical, you know, uses for it. What, what good do you get out of tobacco? It kills a lot of people, man. It like, kills a ton it, it of people. It kills a lot of people. Like, I love to see. What are you going to do with uh, 400,000 people a year that don't die because of lung cancer? That's, that's how I think that they're seeing it. That they're just doing population control. They're doing a necessary evil. You look at how many people die from smoking versus die from, you know, marijuana. I haven't heard of any marijuana overdoses recently. I don't know if you guys have. I tried and tried and tried. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll try again. (laughs) I just end up going to bed early with a stomachache sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) But, you know, wake up with your hand around your pants. Never mind. Oh, come Um, on. But seriously, though, I mean, when you think about, like, how asinine that is, that we have these fields of tobacco, and we've been, this country was built on, well, it was originally built on marijuana, but then end up becoming, like, built on tobacco, you know what I mean? Like, we put so much onto tobacco and alcohol and all this other stuff, but yet marijuana is still illegal. It just doesn't make sense to me. No. People are buying $10 a pack of cigarettes. And it's the lobbyist. And more, man. Those and damn lobbyists, and they got us hooked on whatever, you know? And, and like, you see people, middle of winter, it'd be shitty-ass weather, it's raining, pouring, they're all huddled up smoking their cigarette. They got to get in. I'm looking, I'm like, dude, you think today would be a good day to quit? But, no, let's let's mess with the vapors, you know what I mean? Instead of smelling like cigarette smoke, you smell like strawberries, you know, and, and – it's getting helping people quit smoking. Oh no, well, let's let's mess yeah, with that they, because they now, still don't know what the hell's in any of that. Yeah, but now they're yeah. just now they're finding it's out vegetable that it's oil. Like, now they're saying that it's like it's worse for you. There's more cancer. Yeah, who's putting it out, Philip Morris? You know what I mean? Who, like who knows who's putting it out there? But it, the 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 whatever the the it's written, it's written out. It's out there. You can read it, and people are gonna start you know making that as their reference to go to, you know for you know how many people quit smoking? Okay, I would take the maybe. Versus the known. You know cigarettes going to kill you. You yeah. know that for a fact. That is one hard fact. They will kill you. So I will take the maybe that can help me mm-hmm. get out of smoking over the definite this will kill you. Yeah. Or I mean, just quit cold turkey. The, uh, now the big or thing. Or the patch. Now the big thing the I patches reading, are worse. They um, make you crazy. People are, people are smoking bug spray. Ugh. That's Remember back in the day, people used to spray Raid on the Sprayed weed? Sprayed with Raid. So that, was, that was back in the day shit. Bug spray and Tide Pods, huh? Yep, that's, that's what's happening <laughs> That's what's now. happening in the I world I don't know if it's days. the youth of the nation that's doing the bug spray, wow. but that's uh that's Well, don't forget thing. the butt chug. We're just getting dumber. Don't forget the butt chug. This society is getting stupider. Putting stupider as 
the days go on. Putting yeah. alcohol in your ass. I mean, that's right up there with Tide Pods. And, I mean, come on. Just let them smoke a joint. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, For real. people. It's so easy to smoke a joint. Then people are going out of their way to do something stupid yep. to get high. And, and, and the <laughs> other thing that really, really pisses me off, and I went off on this before, is when they call the – you know, uh, spice and all K nine or K ten, yeah, synthetic marijuana. It is not synthetic marijuana. Has none of the properties of marijuana. Has none of the effects of marijuana. It's potpourri. It's like orange. You're smoking you know I mean? potpourri. Marijuana is 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 natural. You know, it's, it's it comes from the earth. This stuff is synthetically made and has none. Doesn't even feel like you're stoned. It has like hallucinogenic properties, which marijuana doesn't. So stop calling it synthetic marijuana. Call it synthetic tobacco, if anything. You know, it's the same properties. You smoke them just, both. Just call it synthetic. I mean, it's it's literally just man-made bullshit. It really is. Yeah, it is. You're smoking potpourri. That's what it is. And people are freaking losing their minds on that. Yeah. Yeah, they would. That was a terrible summer. It was. That mixed in bat with salts. bat salts. Yeah. I'm glad that phase is kind of. <laughs> batch salts. <laughs> batch salts. If you're from East Utica, that's how you be. Hey, you got some of that batch salts. Do you see the, the um, shameless? Episode where the, the the kid smoked the the spice and he jumped out the window. Oh yeah, that was pretty funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. We got a few minutes left here, chicken. And uh, before we do get out of here, we got to give some love and respect out to the sponsors. We do have a new sponsor in the mix. We got to give it up, and we want to thank Steve Ponty Volkswagen for believing in the D over here. Disruption Networks, thank you so much. Stop on down to the showroom at Steep Ponty Volkswagen at 5046 Commercial Drive in Yorkville. See why it's easy to do business with Steep Ponty Volkswagen. And you can check them out online at steeppontyvolkswagen.net. They're a .net just like us. We're a .net as well. Also, if you need legal help quick, you better call Nick, attorney Nick Pasolacqua and his team of associates are standing by right now, ready to take your call, 315-500-NICK, or you can log on at cnytrialog.com. Also, we got to give some love and respect to a great friend of mine. You know, we talk about what an awesome job Josh Amodio does at Priceless Inspection, but we never really focus on what a great individual he is. Oh, Josh is awesome. He's a great guy. <clears throat> like, you can trust him to go into your home to give you the home inspection, like, He'll be there for hours and hours on end. He's very thorough, and he gives Usually you a detailed report. He's probably there before you yep. even wake up in the morning. And one thing about Josh I got to say is, um, you know, he's talking about him as a person. Like, he is one of the first people, like, if there's a charity event going on, he's one of the first people to jump on board. Absolutely. So I got to give him a shout-out for that. Like, I think that kind of goes un – I hate to say it goes unnoticed with everything that he does so well. But, I mean, when he popped in here and he was on the air for uh, – with – um. Visions by Keith. Yeah. You know, he just happened to come in he's because he was donating. He was, he, was, he was giving us uh, cookies or something. Right? No, he, he was donating <laughs> for uh, Eddie's Angels, I believe. Oh, right, 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 right. And, That's you know, right. another thing he was just coming in to, just to donate for. And he's always one of those people front and center. Josh Amodio is a beautiful man, and he's a gem in this town. And you should need to go out and support him at Priceless Inspections. If you want to put your home up on the market or if you want to inspect your home because you're feeling like maybe it's a little out of whack, Josh can do all that for you. You could give him a call today at 315-525-8725. want to thank Josh for believing in us here at Disruption Network. And also give it up, Coldwell Banker Faith Properties. When it comes to buying a home in the Mohawk Valley, 
You gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. <laughs> Call <laughs> today, 315-735-2222. And for commercial and residential properties, log on to CentralNYHomes.com for a complete and accurate up-to-date listings. We want to thank all our sponsors and Saranac as well. Got to thank our good friends over at Saranac. You see from me, baby. That's it, man. Coming up in just a little bit, in about an hour or so, a little more than an hour, the D-line. Yes, sir. We're going to be talking about all the news going on in the NFL. Got open-door policy today. Stop in. Stop Let's in. Talk some football. You want to talk football? And I do have to mention that the baseline will be in full effect on Sunday night. You guys had your draft, right? We had our draft. That was a lot of fun. SPG and JP doing their thing, talking baseball, 6 o'clock Sunday night right here on the D. And you can check them out and this podcast and all the podcasts here at DisruptionNetwork.net. And Donald Trump tomorrow, right? Donald Trump. Supposedly Trump is calling in on Backtalk. Wow. Supposedly he's calling in. He's, he's got according a busy to, schedule. According to drama, Donald Trump is going to be there. So tune in to Backtalk tomorrow right around 11 o'clock from 11 to 1, Backtalk. Tommy Drama, myself, I'll be running the board for him. And supposedly Donald Trump is going to be in the mix. Wow. So busy believe it or not, I can't believe he's going to make time for Tommy. That's what I'm saying. I, don't, I mean, I think if anybody bashes Trump, it's him. <laughs> You know, it's never-ending. Tommy hit him up on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Tommy, I'm sick of you making fun of me. But that's going to happen tomorrow at Backtalk, 11 a.m. A lot of good things happening around the D. A lot of good things, and we've got some great events coming up. Don't forget our big event happening at the winery next Friday, our Abigail fundraiser, our documentary fundraiser. The name of the documentary is Search for the Soul, too. Yes. we got to get that out there and let you know. Search for the Soul. Hashtag Team Abigail. You can search online, searchforthesoul.com, and check out all the information. If you want to get ahead of the game and you don't want to you know, wait till the winery next Friday, you can log on and searchforthesoul.com and learn more information on what exactly we are doing with this documentary and the fundraiser. Yeah, spread so, the word. And spread the word, please. We need, to, we need all the help we can get. Next week, Monday, you know who's coming in to hang out with us Monday? An old friend. Who's that? Probably Danger. Oh. The Danger. Roberto Polegra <laughs> will be in the mix, man. We're getting dangerous. We're getting a little dangerous. And he, he was on our fantasy baseball draft hanging out with us. And he didn't really get to talk too much because he was studying. So we're going to bring him back on on Monday. Also, Gridley Page is going to be in the studio next week to perform acoustically. Gridley Page. Gridley Page. I've got another amazing, talented musician coming in next week as well. Brianna Harmon. Incredible, incredible, incredible female vocalist. She's going to come in and play us a couple songs. That's what we do here around AC Radio, man. We debut new music, new artists out there. And this, when she's out there doing it, kind of like Kate Devin yesterday. She killed it. She's older than Kate Devin, but she's out there doing it. She's out there doing it. So that's going to happen. Also, Mike Peake's going to join us. Oh, nice. And I think Rock's coming in with them. They're going to be talking about we don't we need a hero con that's going to be happening next weekend as well over at the Children's Museum. They're doing a little Comic Con. Awesome. Mike and Rocky playing? Or? I don't know. We haven't really got there. Oh, oh, Todd, check it. I'm sorry. It's searchforthesoulmovie.com. So thanks for the correction. I appreciate that. Searchforthesoulmovie.com for more information on what we're doing with that documentary. So yeah. 
busy, busy week next week. I, there's more guests, and I can't even think of who the hell it is because you know how I am, chicken. <laughs> if it's not right in front of me, I just don't <laughs> care. <No>. Same. <laughs> Same. Amigo, thanks for coming, man. It's You know you can come hang out. You, you, you're you here. I'm so. here. I'm, my, my name's in the lights over here. <laughs> <laughs> you're lit up. Stay you're, lit. You're lit up. So do, you think, do you think Kate is listening to any of the bands I gave her yesterday? I don't know, but you know what? You should reach out and ask her. Yep. See if she, she did her homework. And see if she did her homework. You got to get her on the uh, the old Instagrams there. Yeah. I feel though when she starts listening to some of those, she might. She might be a fan. Yeah, I believe so. She might be a fan. Right on. Excellent. One more time, you can listen to this podcast and all the previous podcasts of this show: the D Line, Ease Beats and Biz, the first fifty two, Home Free with Adeline, Back, Back Talk. Talk. The D line, the baseline. There's a lot of lines going on. <laughs> and coming soon, we got and some more coming up. Pretty soon too, and this is going to happen really, really soon. We're going to be expanding disruption sports, and we're going to be having curling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I always wanted to try curling, <laughs> but the new <laughs> wrestling fandom radio is going to be hitting the airwaves oh, here on the D with uh, our good friend Rated R and the boys from Fight for Rome. They're going to be teaming up to deliver a bunch of cool wrestling content and just in time for wrestlemania because wrestlemania is coming right. up soon so big ups to our boys wrestling fandom radio so check it out it's gonna be happening in a couple of weeks really i recently. got a feeling those guys they're they're gonna do well with that they're gonna kill they it. know their stuff man but wrestling is still big man you believe it it it's is still it's big still huge out there uh the same guy that made my bearded brodo logo is also designing and selling his artwork to matt riddle the king of bros uh he's you know a big wrestling star apparently so he's he's actually making merchandise for the the wrestling guys wow and they're buying it and then you know producing it and i think that's pretty awesome so uh the the kid that i do my work with is you know he's out there he's doing his notoriety shit you know we got to give some love and respect to our boy ben hameen right now he's killing it too with this conspiracy horseman podcast he's doing with stevie richards and the Greek Don Papagon. And he's a funny dude. It, man. But he's out there, man. They're, they, they're blowing up. They were on the Vince Russo network, and they're out there doing their thing. So they're on every Wednesday night. The Conspiracy Horsemen, check them out. They need to come to the D. They do. We got to get them on. And actually, we want to get them on really, really soon. So, yeah, Chicken. Well, you have yourself a good weekend. We'll be working Thank at you. the Stanley. And, uh, yeah. yeah, man. And working at the bar, too. And so. working at the bar. Doing it. Doing double, it up. Double time. Make bills that, bills don't pay themselves. <laughs> no, they don't. We'll see you next week. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. EC Radio might not be suitable if you suffer from the following symptoms. Daddy issues, irritable bowel syndrome, hypothermia, enlarged prostate, victim of a lost testicle, resting bitch face, slut shaming, a millennial suffering from social disorders, 80-year-old woman with osteoporosis, condescending listening face, arachnophobia, elephantitis, involuntary Tourette's, cocaine cold sore, sperm retention, Bell's palsy, high level of douchiness, unbalanced equilibrium, tinnitus, earwax buildup, and acidic vaginal discharge. Thanks, everybody.
Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection to making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage, making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. It's just that obvious. So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker, Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you. And I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacquan Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacquan Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacquan Associates. 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you got to have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com. EC Radio.